0: McDonald's was founded by the McDonald brothers, Richard and Maurice, in 1940 in San Bernardino, California. They garnered a decent amount of success as the bustling drive-in-style restaurant, up until 1948, when they decided to overhaul the dining experience with the speedy service system, which revolutionized the fast food industry. While the McDonald's brothers are the founders, businessman Ray Kroc took the restaurant to where it is today. Purchasing franchising rights in 1955 and expanding in the Midwest, Ray Kroc eventually bought out the brothers in 1961 to expand the franchise into unseen territories. With Kroc's ingenuity and drive, he got McDonald's to be the titan of fast food that it is today. In 1981, McDonald's had introduced an item called McRib, a barbecue pork sandwich, and eventually was taken down in 1985 after experiencing poor sales. It came back in 1989, and since 2006, has been an on-again, off-again item, creating a cultural following as time goes on. In 2020, one of the worst years for so many people all over the world, the savory pork barbecue imitator beckons us again. But how will the boys respond? Check it out on this episode of Kings of Punk.
1: There's an old punk song. It says, "America stands for freedom, but if you think you're free, try walking into a deli, and you're an anti you sea. You got it."
0: Anarchy Burger by the
1: Vandals.
0: Yo, what up? It's the Kings of Punk, episode seven. I'm your host Tyler, Tim, Jake Razer, and today we got special guest Cougar What's in the up, house. Everybody,
1: how's everybody doing?
0: Doing pretty good you good.
2: I'm fired up for this episode today. To start out, perhaps, in your own words, Cougar, you can explain how you ended up here with us today to do this exciting uh, food review, etc.
0: For the McRib. Yeah, uh, this is the McRib episode. That you know? was the
1: high selling point. I've never had one. I'm really kind of excited to hear what you guys have to say. Because... He's not lying when he says he's fired up. He's not. He's really excited. Really, it's in the air. It's really in here. interesting it's true. to me.
0: Yeah, we've been like stoked about this idea for a few days now. This is the most exciting one. We're
1: all big fans of fast food here.
2: I've never had a McRib either, so. By here you mean in the Western world?
0: I mean, yes. like the four of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kook. Uh, if people don't know, koog uh, plays in. Leaking Head, he is the vocalist. Um, then and now. Yeah, in Both the past. Both rounds of Leaking Head. Uh, vo- yeah, Leaking Head 1.0 and Leaking Head
1: 2.0. The final version.
0: Uh, Director's cut.
2: Yeah, this <laughs> is. Uh, we have four of the five members here today. Um, we'll do a full episode with all of us at some point, perhaps when our um, much-vaunted demo is
0: released. We're I'm just going to kick soon. ass. Who, who knows if Kevin would even want to? He'd probably think it's like gay and dumb. Or if, something. if I can get
2: him to play a guitar solo, I can get him to hold a microphone and, and make sounds about it. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That, that might have to point. be a
1: Patreon episode. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You're going to start charging people money for this? Well, so I mean, not these episodes. Yeah. Who no. should. No, starting now. I'm going to charge somebody right money. Right now. For starting
0: them. now, you have to go on Patreon to unlock the rest of this episode. Hell yeah.
1: I've been, tr- I've been all about trying to make money lately. So it's kick, kick, yeah, kick it's, this thing off. Yeah,
0: you're like a Bitcoin billionaire. I've made about
1: forty dollars in two days. Wow, it's very promising. Oh, good start. I'm excited. I <laughs> wish I'm pulling my hair out over it because it's just like another. The app I have for it breaks everything down like really easily, enough to where I have no idea what I'm doing. Or I, I do more now, but two days ago I kind of just did it on a whim and. This is I'm what up, you I'm do. I'm up
0: forty bucks, baby. This is what you do. You go on Tinder. You pretend you're a girl. Uh, you swipe on a guy. Just swipe on any guy, for the most part. And then you go, Hey, can you explain Bitcoin to me? And they will explain it to you better than any YouTube video. <laughs>
2: I mean, I can tell you, girl, girls can tell if you don't have cryptocurrency, and they don't like it. Um, uh, but you guys are fucking up, man. You got to move in silence, man, like a sh- like a shark. That's business success win hustle mindset. You gotta, baby. You're right.
1: There's millions of people are now gonna know. Real G's millions moving silence
2: and like like me. I've never been, done anything loudly before. Uh, <laughs> unheard of.
1: No, I'm I'm being quiet about it. So do we want to go over more
0: of Kook's history, or
3: you know what? Yeah, that's how how did you get to know us? That's for how another how episode. Well, I'll just Briefly, let yeah. him
1: know that we've all been friends for about ten years, and. uh I sing in the band that we all have together. Plus, Kevin, we're all good friends. This Uh-oh. is gonna be fun.
0: Uh oh, guys! Best friends. <laughs> Looks like the, the cat's another special guest the unofficial guest in the mascot. House. Tyler's cat, Wiz, Gray Wizard. Look at Gray him. Gray Wizard, big Hi, fan Liz. of this guy. Big fatty. He,
1: well, you probably, <laughs> dude. He's here for the. He Smuzzles big
0: ribs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yo, what? Look, I've never had one before. I don't even know what this is, but I'm in the same I want boat. That shit. I might
1: just split mine with Wiz.
0: <clears throat> he would like him. Well, should we? So this is we're gonna try the McRib, and then we have a couple anecdotes and things we're gonna discuss about it. This is Kings of Punk, yes, food review. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess let's yeah, like let's start digging in. Each each one of us distributing the libations here. Thank you. And like you know, let's talk about like what we're kind of experiencing. This thing um, is
1: heavy and smells like cardboard covered in barbecue sauce. Yes, what do you I,
0: smell? What is this? What is I, I, when
2: when we had the bag of them in the car? Tyler had to open the window I, from the sauce smell. I believe I described it as an acrid scent. Um, if I'm recalling correctly, this is uh, this thing. I used to love these. Uh, certain listeners may recall. Way back in 2011, the last time that these appeared, I ate them every chance I got. I don't remember what it tastes like because I was drunk the entire time. That was the fattest, drunkest year of my life. Also, last time I had long hair. Longer than it is now, but uh, regardless, biographical details. Oh, thank you. Tim has paper
0: towels at the ready. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so thank you very much. this is a classic. I'm looking at mine right now, and this is a classic feature of the McRib. Sauce everywhere. Yeah, this is Fucked. Is it is a up. little messy. You can set your set your microphones on. I'll keep talking for a little. I'll talk. Yeah, I was gonna, I don't oh, know. if oh, We can enjoy. eat these
3: and like. I don't want to make a mess here. here. Have you
1: Have
0: you eaten? I've had Both like. You. Me, I told you, have not I, had them. Two in my two or three in my entire life. That's it.
2: I told you I was drunk more than two. <laughs>
0: So you, you this guys, a, Tim, 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 and you, you Tim and Coop, yeah, you guys, s- eat I'm yours. You, I want to hear your your opinions. Really, my close.
3: my takeaway is I can I smell the pickles on these on these things. Real, Ooh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Now, are you a fan of pickles? Yeah. Okay. I'm a I am a
0: big fan of pickles and brine things in general. Me too. Um, Sour I have crop. a tried and true uh, theory here uh, for our listeners. You have a, your partner, your um your lover, whoever it is, and we all have snacks that we want to share or that they want to share and eat your snacks. Well, guess what? This is what you do. You uh, gain a taste for things that most people find detestable, um, like sardines or some shit like that, and you eat them as a snack. Yeah. Therefore, your partner never wants to eat that because they think it's gross and disgusting. Uh, Speaking of which... Uh, th-
2: this is this is pretty funky. This sandwich that I'm really? um, eating now—it's the meat is kind of a light brown. There's a shitload of sauce. Mm-hmm. It's got that uh, fake smoke flavor that they use for phony barbecue things like this. Liquid smoke. Liquid smoke. It, which I'm not a fan of. Um, I, it's remarkable that I ate so many of these. I will say the bread is kind of good. This is also McDonald's has. I've never seen. I don't know if I've ever seen a fast food item that was shaped this way. This is an oblong sandwich. The uh, uh, the them.
1: original Burger King chicken sandwich is kind of like that. Really? Okay. I think the bread is the only good thing about this fucking thing. Y- yes. Yeah.
3: yeah this like the meat type. is or like may- maybe the onions. The meat is like it's like am I eating a piece of rubber here? I don't know. Like it's just kind of. I don't know. Not rubber, but.
2: I do like McDonald's pickles. They're pretty good. Imagine if McDonald's tried to do sauerkraut and how fucking shot that would be.
0: Man, I mean, that, I, mean that, I don't m- know why they would. might
1: have been done already. There's a whole, all sorts of shit that,
0: that would be yeah. tried
1: out over the years. The McRib is in that category.
2: It's spaghetti. wild <laughs> thing. <laughs> Last bite I got was pretty good because it just had that sort of um, generic McDonald's taste rather than tasting like this weird funky thing that they bust out periodically. That's good. That's comforting.
0: If you don't like hearing chewing sounds, guys, I'm just gonna...
2: We gotta do, like, an ASMR Chew.
0: vibe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Should not have worn a white shirt to eat this. Oh, yes. Tim is wearing his uh, classic American Pie 2 shirt. Not even, like, the American Pie 2. It's, like, American Pie 2, the soundtrack. soundtrack.
3: <laughs> well, It's got, like, Blank 182 Green Day, uh, a bunch of other fucking shit bands I've never heard of listed on the back.
1: This is, I feel like they would eat McRibs ribs in that movie.
3: I think Blink would. Blink would definitely eat a McRib. You know, I will say I'm ha-
1: halfway
2: through, and it's it is better now. I've become acclimated to um the horrible realities of everything about this, and I'm and now I'm enjoying it. Uh, I think back in the day, 2011, when I would eat these, that probably happened quicker because I would probably eat it in about two bites. Um, I think I recall being mocked for this by certain people when I was, you know, had had some drinks, etc. But you know. That's okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, every, I'm taking bites of it. Like, I'm trying. but I, <laughs>
2: I
3: don't mind. They they don't, it's pretty it's good. It's not great. They, I feel too many onions. Yeah, they put I too many onions. I love on. onions.
1: That's what I'm saying. The bread and the onions are probably the best part. The sauce is
2: awful, and there's there an excessive I, amount of it, and I don't understand why.
3: I don't know, and I, I, I actually, it's kind of weird. I feel like the only thing I can taste right now is... Onions, actually. I don't really. I'm getting yeah.
2: like, see, it's too much sauce for me. It's weird
0: because mine, if you looked at my container, you'd say, Wow, there's so much sauce in there. But I'm taking bites as if there's almost no sauce on it. It's Schroding, Schrodinger's sauce. <laughs> <laughs> the pork doesn't have like a flavor, it's like devoid of anything there's nothing there yeah it's rubber it's just it's just a texture yeah that's what it's and the sauce gives it the flavor so if you're missing the sauce or if you get a bite that doesn't have the pickles and the onion so if you got the pickles the onions the pork and the sauce
3: that's a pretty okay bite but the sauce isn't good even with that being said you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen they 3d printed these these rib meats
2: (laughs) that's the next step we'll get there um (laughs) <laughs> it is it is a strange strange thing this sandwich. Um I hope you're getting the sound of the onions in my mouth. I right, think like I said ASMR. That'll
0: be that Patreon content is uh ASMR,
2: yeah. you
1: know.
0: I'll hopefully see. this won't be a, adi- a heavy editing episode. No,
2: hopefully uh, not.
1: Yeah, I, don't, I don't I don't think I it. didn't I didn't know exactly what to expect with trying a McRib for my first time, but now that I've tasted it, it, I feel like an idiot because I should have known this is exactly what it was going to be. I kind of had high hopes momentarily. Well, that
2: is precisely what is so fascinating about this thing that we have here.
0: I thought you were going to do the high, high Hope song. No, we can add it in later. <laughs> <Yeah. You> know, <laughs> Panic at the Disco.
2: That, that was Pete's No, the, song.
0: the Pete like, Buttigieg song. Yeah, there's <laughs> Panic at <laughs> the Disco. is it Panic Yes, the with the disco? dance. Oh, yeah. fuck Panic at the Got Disco. Gotta have that. Ha,
2: ha, hopes for living. <laughs> I, hate
0: that, I, hate that, I hate that band even killin'. more now. Wow. If people like that. People listen to that. God damn. I man.
3: won't lie. I, am, I do feel full now. I you know, my kind of do too. And I had about...
0: Uh, f- are you going to finish <laughs> <her>? <laughs> Like a half a <laughs> cougar, are you going to finish yours? <laughs> I'll, I'll eat yours. I don't give a fuck. Uh,
1: here you go, man. <laughs> Hell yeah Here you go
0: I'm the king I'm
3: the king of punk, guys Appreciate
1: the Yeah, yeah. there you go Here, we'll, I'll take your no, Two no.
3: McRibs in one night Wow uh, And a, a, a flueo fish
0: No, no, no It's a, a fish deluxe McFish deluxe Yeah, didn't <laughs> you say that's what our
3: um, Still our
2: president do, uh, Dr. Donald Trump referred is to it what- as? <laughs>
0: This is what Supreme Leader Trump refers it to—the uh, McFish Deluxe or something like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just at every step, and we touched on this earlier in the car. At every step, he does exactly not what I would expect a human being to do. It's—it's like he was just born out of the machinations of late mm-hmm. capital. That's just really like great, Tim Apple. Tim we, Apple is a Tim good Apple. One, too. Is I love best. Tim Apple. Yeah, for Tim Cook of Apple for. Uh, you know, people who aren't following that. Everybody, this portfolios. is uh,
0: this is your president, Donald Trump, and the McRib is back. <laughs> Three thousand of you die a day, but the McRib is back. You know, I actually got an ad on Twitter when I was looking through for a video, and it said like the most important sandwich of the year. <laughs> And it was the McRib. Jesus,
1: what does that even mean?
3: I don't <laughs> okay, know. What, how do you judge important? <laughs> it didn't even importance? say it was
0: good. Like it, it wasn't saying <laughs> the it's best important. sandwich of the year. It was like the most important. That's what sucks
3: about it.
1: I, I can't think of any other sandwiches that have gotten the quite the do with buzz. Oh,
3: I know the the Popeye's murder sandwich.
1: Oh yeah. The murder, the make murder. You notice they
2: do the same thing with films. People be like, "Oh, this is an important movie," which means it's a bunch of garbage that's going to tell you what to think or whatever. Um, you mean like uh, Star Wars? Did people say that about Star Wars? I don't, oh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I just I just hate
3: Star Wars.
1: <laughs> I like Star Wars. I
2: I should revisit the original ones. It's been a long time. I'd curious what I'd think of them now. I have to come up with like a pro empire
3: take. I mean, I'm that's sure I McDonald's and Star Wars seems like they got some. Some, some what, some beef, there's some similarities. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of. How, the first time
1: that the <laughs> when the McRib first dropped, how long did that last for? How long was it around for?
2: That's a good question. I don't know that one.
1: An, An entire year? year. So that's that's wow. way
2: longer than they they do now. So this thing, yeah, it started in the early '80s. Eighty one. But we'll get before we get to the reality of the the McRib, I uh, in terms of how it came to be, how it came in front of us. I would like to sort of recap how it presented itself to us and and um, how it actually appeared in our lives. Um, I would also like to get you are not on the mic. I know. Get your
0: mic, come on. I would also like. Can we get real quick a score out of five, five forks five? on the McRib out of five.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm, zero
0: being the least, five being the most.
1: I'll give it like one point seven eight. I okay. don't, I, I don't want to give it quite a two and a t- or a two and a half, but I'll I'll still and I won't give it a zero either. You know, mm. I could see why somebody would like it, but I that per- I'm yeah one point seven.
0: One point seven from Coog,
2: Jake. With that as my uh, relative baseline, I guess I'll say. Uh, two two and a quarter. We jumped quarter. right into fractional measurements
1: here. So that's, oh, that's all good. the the crypto, tip Crypto talk. Yeah, I
3: would say probably like two and a half. Uh, you know, I could I could probably go with like you know never. I don't ever need to eat enough. You no, know, oh, definitely.
2: You know, fries would have helped because you could have dipped them in the horrible sauce. Maybe if there were fries actually would have been a yeah.
1: sandwich to kind of soak to up, soak some up of the that sauce. Shit. Yeah,
2: and the act of dipping the fries in the sauce this kind of uh, makes you feel good just to do well, that. Like, Tyra's yeah, of sauce is being
0: used for something rather than Tyra, being what's waste. your score? I would say two and a quarter, two and a half.
2: Yep, okay. Um, now,
0: here's the thing. And this is something I may touch on. The, I'm going to touch on that in the intro. I'm going to do, like, a, a little bit of intro. You probably heard it or already. The methods of McDonald's is, like, almost scientific. How much to use. How much goes here, how often do they clean, stuff like that. The You're manual that...
1: The like actual production of yes. your, your food? It was
0: That's how it was when Ray Kroc was like, franchising it and like establishing his franchise. Yeah. Ray Kroc. Like, Ray Kroc. Like gay cock. Yeah, more like gay. <laughs> more like gay cop. Because he might have been one. Might have been one. A
1: gay cop. He has
0: what I'm thinking of calling dude's rock syndrome where he had so he was like 55 and this is like nine the mid the late 50s and his wife of 39 years who was like i'm leaving you to get with this chick excuse me this this woman and because i'm in love with her and then she was like i can't leave my husband okay that's really you can imagine imagine being like Sorry, sweetie, this, I got this other chick I'm going to go for, and she's just like, uh, actually, I really can't. I don't know what the fuck your deal is. That's just dudes. Was not after he was already a fast food kingpin? He was on the way of getting to that level. So she, he thought she was going to bet on that horse with him. And, he was uh, betting on that horse that she would get with him, and then she was like, Uh, I have to wonder who this other guy is. What kind of burgers he had? So she was
1: already married to someone else. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was having an affair with his husband,
3: and she with gay. He he was having an affair with her husband, and he was like,
0: "I don't, I don't want to be with my wife. I want to be with this woman." And that woman, like, after that, was like, "I want to be with my husband. I'm gonna just be with my husband." I'm sorry. (laughs) Ouch, Roy. (laughs) But does this throw? I like. (laughs) That's why it's like the dude's rock syndrome because like dudes just be doing that, and then the woman he married. they, they do that. be doing that and the woman he married after that he like he I, like the thing i was listening to they're like she was dating her for 2 weeks when he proposed two fucking weeks are you kidding me he had balls of big steel i guess huh i, I don't get that anyone that's like ah, that's just like a foreign thing so what i was going to is is that his methods were methodical yes. his methods were were methods yeah. and the idea of putting fries on there I don't think they would ever do that because they it would need to be like it has to be eight fries and they have to be, you know, two and four quarters of an inch. It's too much. There's too many variables the whole, for the them whole, to do that. A lot that. of the
2: business model, in, and we'll come back to some of this, is based around removing the human element from getting the food to you as much as possible. Yes, that, that is like a thing. they, Which is a really great microcosm for uh, plenty of other things that uh we it's, can't a, it's get into a very here.
1: attractive idea
2: well yeah that's that's how you i mean because then you don't have to pay the people if there's fewer people and the people you do have you can pay less because they're they're using their brains less and the work they're doing is seen as less valuable per hour you you
1: only have to
0: face them for so long that and is you, also good for customers you can well, replace yeah. them at an instant replace almost.
2: replace them with anybody from of the you know the unemployed whatever um and yeah to, to your point McDonald's um, oh, I'll, I'll come back to that to, to return to this sandwich that we all didn't particularly like um, how did it appear to us and why did we buy it I mean we bought it because as I noted earlier it's a strange thing it doesn't look like other McDonald's products it's shaped differently the meat is ostensibly different it's supposedly pork it's has a different sauce it's barbecue it's not their usual thing um, and, and most importantly, it's not around all the time. And that's precisely why we bought it is, you know, we, why, oh, why the McRib is back.
1: back I,
2: oh, I'll get all there. Right. I'll get there. I'm, I'm going to demystify the McRib for you, Please. but we bought it because precisely it was mystified. It, it was not a normal thing. And
0: this so is, on. this is like us doing this is like when you find out about like your favorite musician, the weird musician and artist that is shrouded in mystery. And actually, uh, they, it wasn't that weird after all. And you know, they're actually a piece of shit. Yeah, but the difference being that that's a human (laughs) and this is a sandwich. This is Um, a sandwich. But some people look up to the McRib. And if you do, fuck you.
2: Even Cougar said he had high hopes for this, and we were all excited, and we all went out and bought it. And and I think the sort of um, mystical nature of it, the fact that... We're not sure what it is. Certainly, just like any commodity we buy, we're not sure where it comes from. I mean, we know in the abstract, all the slaughtered animals, factory farming, exploited labor and McDonald's, whatever. But we don't really know that. We don't see it. We don't know that much about it. So... This this is an object with magical properties, as is would be any <laughs> fucking. I mean, it effectively is because you I don't, don't know, know why I had it does. I
1: hope we necessary. just put like, magic high in our bodies. Of curiosity, it, though,
2: still, still, it provokes that in you, and and you don't really know why, you know. Um,
1: yeah, definitely.
2: And I think the key thing with this one is exactly the fact that it does. I mean, the last time this popped up was in 2011, and it pops up at seemingly random intervals. I've heard people muse on this. Why did they bring the McRib back? What is there? Is it seasonal? It's clearly not seasonal. It's like once every few years or something. I do
0: think that it has been back bef- between now and 2011, but I think it was I'm like— I'm not sure about that. I think it would have been like one time. The point being that it is it is every few years. Not It's not, it's not truly seasonal. No. You know what is seasonal is the um, Shamrock Shake. That's every year. Yeah.
1: Is it is it like uh, released in
0: leap years? No, the McRib? is it no. is a it is, well, no, this year no, is, is a leap year. Though, so no, so that's no, a no, good that's no, no 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 If
2: if you look good guess. if you were to look at it, you would think that it was random, and this is why um, it appears to us the way that it does, and why it became I guess you would say as silly as it sounds an object of desire for us is, is because it's of a, its a nature.
1: Illumi- the Illuminati.
2: You're pretty fucking close. Now, I I did some research on this. There's a great article on a website called The The Owl, but it's spelled A-W-L. The article is called A Conspiracy of Hogs. Now, they charted out the years that the McRib is released and put it on a graph of pork futures on the commodities market. Go on. Large amounts of pork. And based on the fucking data, it would appear that McDonald's put decides to put the fucking wheels in motion to put this thing out when when commodities pork prices are down, when it's cheap to buy large quantities of pork. Right now, that is cheap because of Trump's little tit-for-tat with China. China has tariffs on American pork, so pork was cheap here.
1: So they're flipping pork? They're flipping
2: pork because they're exploiting um, this discrepancy between the commodities market where, where – um, people who run supply chains and buy large quantities of things, their prices differ from consumer prices. The consumer prices remain roughly the same. So that differential enables them to make tremendous profit off this thing. And now which to, they
1: don't need.
2: Which they don't need any. Of course not.
1: But but it's not
2: about what they need. It's just a fucking like algorithm, basically. Um, now, to your point, Tyler, about this sort of how scientific their methods are, what that's led to is that McDonald's effectively, I, I wouldn't, Certainly, it's not a restaurant. I wouldn't even really think of it as a chain of restaurants. It's a supply chain. It's a fucking, like, supplier of goods in large quantities. And so, really, McDonald's doing this also, buying these huge quantities of pork. I mean, I'm not an expert on reading these graphs or anything. I mean, I can read a fucking graph. But it it it, them buying up all this pork has the potential to drive pork prices up after that. And in some of the cases on the fucking... When I looked at the the chart of the pork futures, that is exactly what happened. So McDonald's, by virtue of putting out this sandwich that we saw on TV and decided to buy, one, they're exploiting this differential between consumer uh, uh, prices and commodities prices, and two, because of the sheer fucking buying power they have, they're able to cause a shift in prices, which could affect all kinds of other things, and this is all undergirded by fucking dead animals and the workers making this and all these other factors that affect people's actual individual lives. Um, what are you going to say? Go for it. And God,
0: ultimately it. it's for something that isn't good. Well, yes, that, and, and think of, and I'm certain they throw a lot of this pork away. So
2: this whole process, like when I, when I learned about this immediately having the head that I have, I transposed this onto it saw it as a, a representative of our entire system because really the whole fucking thing we live under functions the same way these fucking lines on these charts with on commodities markets etc the stock market these things pre-configure so much and when i think about that i can't even get to like the cruel i can't access the cruelty and brutality and exploitation that's inherent in it because i'm kind of overwhelmed by just the sheer stupidity of it the fact that our, our lives and the, the society we live in is dictated by something that is so fucking dumb. I don't, did any of you guys see Midsommar? Did we see that movie? Yeah, I love that I movie. Did. It's, it's great. It, it's good. I liked um, the other Tim one, Hereditary, it. better. But regardless, do you remember the retard in the hut that's like a prophet for them?
1: In Midsommar, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that is that that's us. We're the cultists like we are following the dictates of of a fucking retard that scrawls things on a sheet, except that was actually better because that was an actual human retard, presumably capable of empathy or whatever.
1: Is that thing real? That that person
3: I feel like it's a real person. The, the
0: it could be. I think like it's, it's a actor. real person, it, man. It, it could Dude. be, yeah.
3: Because the the, the 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 what do you think? It's just like animatronics or something. No, they have, have an
2: animatronic real,
0: retard. You haven't retard. seen it, Tim. No, I haven't seen. I don't know. Yeah, we, it's a little we, weird. We looking. have something. I don't fucking know. The he looks is a little
3: weird. weird. So that movie's about ah, McDonald's. I say. Uh,
2: effectively, we're those fucking people, like like these fucking machinations uh, that uh, that configure our society are effectively like that, but it's even worse. We don't even have a human retard. We have this, like, dumb beast called Capital that is so... But at the same time, it's clever enough that you can't kill it because you can't even pin it down.
1: You never kill the McRib. And, and, and yeah. I think,
2: it, it again, I, there's all these exploitation, whatever, inherent in this industry, but the thing that I was thinking about, because we went out and bought these things, and we're doing this episode, and the thing that I think maybe infuriates people or the reason mcdonald's for people who fancy themselves to be a little bit smarter whatever they tend to have animosity towards mcdonald's is because this system and fucking entities like mcdonald's these things pre-configure our desires is what the real fucking thing is i didn't know i wanted a mcrib until they fucking told me what it was and that begs the question of well what would i want if there was no one there to tell me and we can't really answer that. And if you, and the best answer you come up with is then you only have your animal needs, and that's kind of bleak too. You know, there's, there's a fucking crazy anecdote I heard. The fucking golden arches, the two fucking arches, right? They were going to get rid of that at some point, I think in the 50s maybe. But they had a marketing guy who was into depth psychology, you know, Jung and Freud and all that kind of the stuff that – the academy doesn't teach anymore because they're more into sciencey, um, measuring statistics kind of stuff. It's interesting that those they that the academy no longer takes Jung Freud seriously, but branding experts, marketing people, very much still do. Um, fu- fucking the people who get grants to write papers don't believe in it, but the people who sell you things do. Anyway, he wanted to keep the arches because they looked like a mother's breast, and the theory was that is the first source of nourishment in your life. So, they wanted to invoke that in you, the, the the pure human need for nourishment, the first one you know, to associate that with McDonald's.
1: So, they're just like, nah, make them look like titties. That's great. Well, you said
3: they already look like titties, so you have it's to keep work it. You know, I'm some sure on, a, on a subconscious level, that probably did get some people without, you know, pre- people probably oh, didn't even know. Oh, they're good with that shit. shit. The
2: red and yellow is like supposed to make you hungry and shit, too. Um
0: Yeah. That whole th- that whole thing is is wild. Um, what book did we read, Tim? What was it called? The fast food the fast food book in high school. Oh, did you read
3: yeah. that? Yeah, I think. Oh yeah, I did. I, I I don't remember the name of it, but I I do remember that book. Not I might have to dig think it up. That
1: was in my curriculum.
0: I'm going to have to dig it up. We I probably have super it at
1: home. Instead
0: Yo, okay. you,
2: that. you guys read a book, and I assume the book told you that fast food is very, very bad. Yes. Yeah, it did. So yeah. this gets to my other point, point. this is what we just did, and this is what everyone, I do want to say one thing. Go
0: ahead. Fuck the supersize me guy. Fuck you. like Yeah,
3: Morgan Spurlock, Morgan Spurlock,
0: fuck you. Oh, that was such uh, a stupid uh, exercise. You, yeah. If Spurlock. you eat McDonald's every single day,
1: man. And you. I'm just
3: going to shit on my ass. you
1: seen Super High Me, though?
3: No, that's not super with uh, Doug Benson, I, it's, right?
1: Yeah, hey. it's, it's the same concept. Hey.
2: Cool it with the anti-Semitic <laughs> remarks.
3: You're right.
1: I should. Super high me, like me getting super high. He smokes weed every day for was it thirty days, and then for for thirty days after that, he he doesn't smoke weed every day.
3: Incredible. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna
1: have to view that. It's sick. If you're 420 tonight, friendly, man.
0: you'll love it.
3: Is it good to like? Is it a good movie to you it's know good, smoke it's to? It's a good
0: flick to blaze to. <laughs> but yeah, Morgan Spurlock is an idiot, and uh, he yeah. raped someone too. So fuck oh, you. Shit. So they should when when that came out when he self me tooed himself. McDonald should have been I didn't like know that. Yeah, he <laughs> self me tooed himself. That
1: was pre um, Super Size Me. No, this is after right Super after Size
0: Me. Um, all that This power is I don't know. Head? This is I mean he me tooed himself on Twitter, but. Um, McDonald's should have made an immediate press statement saying, "Fuck this guy! We're bringing supersize back."
2: Because at the end of the day, well, that would fit in with their. I saw this wonderful thing. They did a conference where the guy is standing in front of a big thing that says has the the arches and it says a modern and progressive burger company. Yes.
0: Oh man, we put that. That's on the, pretty I think you Put that on the Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it's. Uh, I, I think that the, the issue with the supersize me is that like. Obviously, it's like it's like yeah. If you eat fast food all the time, it's bad for you. And it's like we all, everyone knows that. The issue isn't that like there's someone there is like, well, I have to eat McDonald's all the time. It's more what we should be looking at as as is like, why are there food deserts and why aren't people able to get access to that? It's like
2: that is very that's much the question worth that at, needs hey, to yeah, be could, fucking could could answered.
0: not
1: I'll, I'll Not Also, that released right after that short very short lived wave of people banking in on suing fast food
0: franchises. Talking to your mic a little more. That's, that's true, yeah. Yeah, sorry.
2: Sorry. For the you. record you though th- for the record though, the lady, the hot coffee lady that everybody makes fun of, yeah. she was she did nothing wrong. That fucking coffee was like boiling and it was oh. legitimately dangerous. Well, it was she got like hundred seventy like, degrees. Yeah, Dude, and she, she got like got fucking third scarred burns. for life. Yeah.
3: And she was and, fucking old too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah. All she wanted. All
0: she wanted was for mcdonald's just to cover her hospital bills that's all she fucking wanted really? and they wouldn't even
3: do that that's like fuck, fuck fucking McDonald's. scarred for life because of fucking mcdonald's dude
0: i remember hearing uh, there's this really great podcast called swindled which i think everyone should listen to because it's a guy narrating various things about pretty much people fucking over everybody and this is corporations to individuals like fucking over people and at the end of the day like the individual never gets away with it and it's fucked up. But corporations oftentimes do get away with fucking over so many people. And um, there was like a telephone telephone booth company. This guy like couldn't get out of the telephone booth. And like a car crashed into him. And he was like permanently like, disabled or something like that. And like he just wanted like restitution. Because it was technically that phone booth's like fault. Uh, and it at the end of the day... If you ever side with a corporation over an individual in any fucking lawsuit, I think you're a piece of shit. Fuck every company ever for the most part, because someone will inevitably just take their place. Who gives a shit about McDonald's? And in fact, they put their coffee that hot because they knew they would get sued and they would still make more money to cover that. And. That's the, fucked up. That they hurt so that old lady up. on purpose? I mean, kind of. like They, they, they knew, were probably they just waiting for it. They knew it was going to happen. They yeah. knew that stuff was going to happen, and they accounted for that, and the accounting for that uh, led them to, well, actually, it's better that we have our coffee this hot, uh, and the amount of people who will sue us won't affect their bottom line. So we're not changing
2: Well, it. this is this is exactly it. Is They can account for fucking everything, and that's why they have so much power. Again, like I said, they have the power even to fucking, like, have a say in what we want, which is what's so fucking infuriating about this. But I'm glad you guys mentioned reading a book about how fast food is bad in the movie and everything else, because and you're correct, there's food deserts and fucking economic reasons why people eat shitty food. And that is a real issue. At the same time, there's a lot of people who don't need or have no aren't coerced into eating this and, and do anyway. And they justify it exactly the same way we did. And we do all the time. And the same way everyone justifies their participation in things that are unethical, bad for them, et cetera. Oh, no. I'm different. I know it's bad. I'm not like those other losers. I know that it's a bad thing, and therefore I have permission to, and this is just an indulgence for me. I'm not like these people who do it every day. I do it every day, and I know it's bad. And what's infuriating about that is, like, the next question, I mean, sure, you cannot eat McDonald's, but if you start asking that question about every fucking questionable thing you do— you'll conclude that you kind of have to do a lot of it anyway, and that's just something you do to cope. Um, if if no one else has anything to say right now, I had one more anecdote that I wanted to share that I found pretty fascinating. Yeah, let's do it. So in, in reading about this, I, um, I read about when they opened the very first McDonald's in Moscow. McDonald's is everywhere now. There's like maybe... There's a lot of African countries where they don't have it. Most countries in Africa don't have it because no one there has enough money to open a McDonald's franchise, as I believe Tyler's going to go over. The McDonald's business model is – it's all – the corporation just sits there and collects checks basically and, and, and handles buying the, the fucking pork, et cetera. The, yeah. The, 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 you have to open the franchise.
0: Essentially, uh, Ray Kroc – so in the introduction, A-Cock. I will explain. Ray, Ray Kroc, a.k.a. Ray Kroc um, – it's all. It was more real estate. That's how he made a lot of money. He made it via real estate and selling that real estate essentially to the franchisees. Okay. Okay. It's
2: crazy. Okay. We'll, we'll explain that in a second. There's a few countries that have banned it. I know like Bolivia, Iran, uh, Montenegro, uh, the DPRK obviously have banned it as resistance to globalization. And that makes a lot of sense. I think we'll get into this in the punk segment and I'll get into it momentarily that one of the biggest things i think mcdonald's represents in the collective psyche is globalization because it's everywhere and it is the same everywhere now they opened the first one in moscow i believe in 1990 like i after like right after the soviet union had fell and the first day it was open before it even opened up there were 5000 fucking people lined up in pushkin square to go to this fucking place and by the end of the day they had served 30000 fucking customers now I don't think you can say that this was just because they wanted burgers. I think this represented something else to, to these people. Um, 20th century communism sought to create what, what I would describe as – and I'm, I'm sure someone else has said this because it's kind of an easy one – a sort of universal subject. They called it the new Soviet man. It's an interesting concept. It's worth reading about. It's a weird mix of Nietzsche and things that Nietzsche would hate. I don't know if that's where they got it from, but regardless – Um, they sought to, I don't know if you, you want to say make everyone the same, but to make us all more selfless and recognize the ways in which we are all the same. That was the pretext of it. Obviously in practice, it was a bit of a shit show as I think everyone knows. So they were looking at creating a sort of universality of humanity through creating this universal subject as it were in society. Um, and they failed to do that, and it was miserable for a lot of people, and and people didn't get the positive end of that, the sort of, um, or, or at least not in a way they could recognize the connection with others, et cetera, that comes with that. But I think to a large extent, probably did feel that their individuality was being stripped away. This is always the balance you have to strike, the collective and the individual, et cetera. So- McDonald's appeared i think as a symbol of individual freedom america etc and was appealing in that regard now what i think this is one of those uh horrifically poetic twists of history and i think this example uh brings it to mind perfectly communism fa- explicitly sought to create this new soviet man and woman this universal subject and it failed capitalism has created a universal subject it has given us more in common We can all eat McDonald's now. We can all consume the same media. Um, We have become the same in many, many ways. But at the same time, we're all pitted against each other. So the universal subject that was created, rather than being this one that brings us closer to our humanity, at the same time, as much as it's universal, it, it... uh, is negative and strips us away from each other and away from our own humanity. In fact, then that is really the cruel irony of it, I think. And I think the McDonald's in Moscow appearing as a symbol of liberation when in reality, it's this horrific corporation that nonetheless cr- creates this universal subject and this universality that spans the whole fucking globe. That's really the cruel I- irony that in a way, um, neoliberalism succeeded where, uh, Communism failed, but in in precisely a perverted and, and twisted way. Also, the fucking McRib got introduced right beginning of uh, the eighties. Reagan, Thatcher, the beginning of the neoliberal turn, and um, that all that deregulation and shit probably made it a lot easier for them to get cheap pork. Um, labor protections stripped, et cetera, et cetera. So the rise of the McRib, in particular, maybe coincides with, with this rather nicely. This uh, new reality that we inhabit yeah. with this horrific, per- perverse universality, um, and yeah, globalization, and that—that's where I think some of the 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 aspect that um, everyone, in particular, maybe punky people too or counterculture people, perceive as negative about McDonald's. I think globalization and the stripping away of particularity that comes with that is, I think, really key to that. Um. To the role that McDonald's plays in people's, um, in our collective psyche, as you might as you might say. But at the same time, it's still something we all share, and and maybe in some perverse way we were are clinging to that because because sometimes it feels like we don't have much else. So
1: how how and many people were outside that McDonald's when it five thousand people
2: were lined up.
1: So Those five thousand people, basically, what you're saying, kind of looking forward to. They might have been
2: looking forward to McDonald's for, like, years.
1: But, yeah, to, like, finally share that thing, like, the the thing that Americans do. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. There's a wonderful picture where it's fucking, like, they had, like, the McDonald's sign, and it still has a hammer and sickle underneath it. Um, I'm sure that you could see that in China <laughs> now, too. But uh, oh, China, yeah. that's a whole nother thing.
1: I feel like it, they kind of had, like, a fast, uh, fast food was almost, like, romanticized it. Exactly. And no, like exactly. Two, yeah. More so than it is now.
2: It came to represent like, um, I think, an idealized version of what America was, which was more appealing than the reality that they were presented
0: with. And I think that's a great segue into our next segment in which we are going to be talking about the pervasiveness of McDonald's within punk music in regards to imagery and subject matter. Uh, if you didn't know, and you're probably aware of a couple songs that we're going to talk about, but there is a long history of bands talking about uh, McDonald's and fast food and stuff like that in general. Because
2: it's a perfect avatar for for what I think in an inarticulate, incohate way, a lot of these punk bands were lashing out against. Although, as we'll get into, some of these acts, it was better articulated with the involvement with animal rights and so on.
0: Yeah, and... But- uh I don't know. I I think a lot of it has to do with Ronald McDonald, which I will get into. I wanted to maybe talk about that a little bit, too. He's a fucking
2: clown. He's mocking you. He's
0: fucking honking his stupid nose right in your face. The death of Ronald McDonald. And is Ronald McDonald a Christ-like figure? You know, that's something to ponder. I mean, he isn't. Uh, But wouldn't that be funny, folks? More
1: children recognize Ronald McDonald than they do... Jesus, Jesus Christ H Christ,
0: which you know what i, I that is something I'm okay with <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, yeah it doesn't seem to be that bad of a, a thing. yeah,
2: like who cares they I, think, I think I think um <laughs> I think Ronald McDonald would have to be the sort of the trickster arc- archetype the loki wolf the... you know he killed balder he 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 killed, he, he, <laughs> s- he killed beauty he killed and Odin had to turn into an eagle to go rescue him. That's why Varg so mad. killed
1: Voldemort.
2: No, Varg. Actually, one more anecdote. Yeah, what's there's Varg a, there's a great, there's McDonald's. a fucking clip of Varg in prison <laughs> where he's talking about the first McDonald's opening in Bergen, his little town in Norway that he's from. And, you know, this is Varg. Who knows if this is real? But he said that when he was, when him and his friends were little kids, it opened up and they they saw it as the Soviets did as a symbol of Americanism, America, but they were not fans of that. I think there's a bit of a tradition of. Anti Anglo sphere thinking in Norway, so him and his friends, I guess, went down there after it was closed and just shot at it with rifles, like fucking uh, primitive tribes people, like it was yeah, a like fucking, fucking lunatics. Beast. Yes, yeah. So this was this was before the church stuff. So yeah, Ronald yeah. McDonald started
1: off with McDonald's and
2: Ronald McDonald killed Balder and uh, Varg will have his uh, his vengeance once again. That's why he. Did, That'd be yeah. better than burning churches.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was There's a lot say, more of them, though. I was gonna say, uh, just so uh, if you have a Twitter or something like that, please leave Varg alone. Uh <laughs> <What's> we, going? <laughs> we, no, people are trying to troll Varg. People it's like troll People like you don't
1: need to do that. Because, yeah, yeah, people. Like and that, it's all
0: because of Felix from Chapo. Like, yeah, he, it's funny when he does it, but it's not funny when you do it. And he's not trolling Varg. He's just pointing it out. He's doing what we do, which is look and go wow that's funny and that's
2: it with someone like varg you really have to leave people like that alone and just let them do their thing because it's too funny on their own i will say the guy who got him with the bofa thing that was
0: funny the first time was that so that was real i yes yeah okay that's really funny hashtag
1: leave varg alone yeah, leave Varg alone. Hashtag leave Varg We were
0: it's, here first. It's, you guys just are finding, some of you guys are just finding out about Varg, and I've known about that guy for is. like over a decade, and it's just been funny since. He it's like a,
2: seeing a rare animal in the wild. You just have to let it do its thing. You
3: just, you'll just see him wearing a funny suit of armor one day, and you know. The rare comedian Varg. Varg do a karate yeah. kick you know see him walking through the forest with his seven kids or however fucking LARPing many of his got. children he larped uh, dude
1: of course yeah of course he larped to be
2: fair I wish my dad larped with me that would be cool
0: <laughs> my emo band I wish my dad larped with me <laughs> Well, I mean, the, depending on who you
1: ask, Vinny, the singer of Brain Card, died in a LARPing accident. That's true. That's true. And I will take I don't know that. why you're laughing at I that. I will take that to I mean, my it's grave, funny. Yeah, honestly. I'm sorry. You're it's- talking about, you know, not having to edit things out of the show. That laugh might have to go.
0: Damn. Just depends yeah, on just who you ask. You get an
1: audience clip of just like,
0: oh.
2: I mean, it is. I get why it's funny, but, I, you know, I'm thinking about what his house family would feel about it. And, you know.
1: Luckily, I don't think they listen to the Kings of Punk. It's probably true. <laughs> Before right, we right, we're gonna get into the hateful side of like how Let's... punk bands started getting into food. Yeah, that Ramon song.
0: Well, we're gonna get into that, and we're gonna take a quick break here. Mick fucking Rip, motherfucker,
3: Brick Squad, burn, 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 burn,
0: Oh, shit. (laughs) Yo, what up? We're back. And now we're going to be talking about something that is the real reason why we have this podcast, which is punk music. (laughs) This is is when fast food starts to get punk and gets real. This is what it's like when worlds collide, okay? It's punk music. Fast food, punk. specifically McDonald's. Punk, fast music, music power fast man 5,000. Fast music, fast food. Fast music, fast It is, food. I
2: mean, per the points we made in the first half, I, 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 I don't know to what extent this was emphasized, but it should go without saying that fast food is an unavoidable part of Western society. So for, uh, you know, artists like the punk bands, particularly in the 80s who sought to comment on society and maybe be critical of it, or even just to, to speak of living in it, um, it makes sense that they would feel compelled to address this uh, leviathan that is over our head at, at all times
1: in all sorts of different ways too. Mainly, yes. mainly negative or yep.
0: informal, or hate, hateful. So, Tim, hit us with a couple. Let's let's just fucking talk about some bands here. Talk about some songs.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, for this episode, you know, I did a. I think I did a pretty good amount of research here. I got a good good list of songs here. i will Make reference to McDonald's. So.
0: You know, we should start with the first one, uh, in a reference to the previous episode, which is oh, AC, AC, uh, the song "Locking Drop Dead" in a McDonald's. It's AC American Cheeseburger, right? American, American Cheeseburger, Cheeseburger yep. that Shout great Brian
1: Corband. What is this song called?
0: Locking Drop. Oh, locking drop dead in a McDonald's. You know, like the the uh <laughs> the, the, the vegan hardcore that band. They were very preachy
1: about yeah. yeah Not only were they vegan and all that, but they were very preachy about it.
3: Yes. It's it's a good it's a good way, you know, pretty funny way for them to take a shot. But, that's the man. fucking perfect way for the picture Isn't to take it true shot. though?
2: Didn't Seth lock the, the, the guy in yeah, McDonald's? It did I have, have it. the picture. I have the picture. <laughs> There's a picture.
0: <laughs> it's like him against. It's like him pushing against the doors, and the th- three members, not Bob, is in there. And that's that's is really fun. That's <laughs> I, super funny. That's, man, I can't
1: believe that's the first I've heard of that. That's yeah. That's awesome.
0: That's. I, I, that kind of goes just, so so in the last episode Trevor did bring that up and that so that yes that is 100% real there is a photo of that being a thing um <laughs> well what what did AC have to say about about they Mickey were just D's... like I forgot what the lyrics are I don't, are. Think, I don't think there were like, was lyrics on no that. there are lyrics it's like hey Bob hey Glenn and like I don't give a shit about what you say. I'm going to, I think one of the lines is like, I'm going to cook a burger on your face or something like that. It's really stupid. Seth
2: Putnam, I'm sure, loved McDonald's. You know, McDonald's is sort of a, a large scale obscenity in a way, per everything we touched on the first time around. Yeah. and and we all know that Mr. Putnam was a fan of of obscenity.
1: Well, after you spend all your money on drugs, too, it's you don't. There's not much left in the in the
3: budget. No, absolutely. Right. I mean, and he had the physique of a seasoned McDonald's veteran. Yeah, yeah, one,
1: definitely a fast food fan.
3: One anecdote I did want to bring up: uh, our good
0: uh, good friend of the pod, Ralph from Hanna Hotel Records, um, had some anecdotes about anal cunt and he said he saw them in like 95 96 or something some he said 96 i think it was probably like 98 when they were doing the picnic of love stuff he said it was Seth and Josh doing doing that uh, acoustic and they were handing out cupcakes and like <laughs> wine and stuff like that and did like cupcakes and wine <laughs> like, like red wine love. or white i don't know i guess you I should ask him but like that is that is, like, really funny, imagining going to see AC uh, and this that Japanese band. They, they brought up this Japanese band that I've never heard of before. But, yeah, that's just I just wanted to tap that little anecdote about AC because I thought that was very funny. The AC
3: stuff went over good, so,
0: you know, can't get enough of it.
3: The best that, that they've probably ever gone over for anyone, to be yeah. honest yeah, with you. Yeah, <laughs> at least in the last, like, ten years. Yeah, but, if uh, anyone
1: was going to do that, I'm, I'm glad it was you guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean I don't know. Yeah. You're welcome, Seth. Yeah. What what we got next, Tim? What's something else we got?
3: Well, next one, how about let's go with uh actually this is me and uh me and Jacob, we just watched a video of Henry Rollins, a uh-huh. spoken word thing talking about the singer of uh Circle One, John Macius. Oh yeah, that what crazy guy classic yeah.
2: story about the crazy guy. So for, for folks who don't know, this is a classic punk story. I'll give a little background on Messias first. Um, he was this big black guy with a shaved head who had a band called Circle One in L.A. And, um, I mean, I'm not just going to do Rollins' bit. You can look it up. He does it better than I could. But Messias was a, a tough-but-fair guy. We'll leave it at that. But uh, he had some mental issues. He got really into Christianity later on, which is interesting. You can even hear it on the Circle One album. Apparently, the other band members... We're not into that. They didn't really know what the fuck John was talking about, but they weren't going to argue with him. So one day he went off his medication and he was, I guess, per Rollins, it started he was in a diner and he's like yelling at the ceiling and he gets kicked out of the diner. Um, they had called the cops. He tells the cops off. And then Macias' next stop was he went to a McDonald's on near the Santa Monica Pier um and
3: assaulted an older an old woman i there I was guess, an old yeah. woman
2: eating a big mac, and he punched her in the face.
1: it always um, vaguely reminded me of someone I used to know
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It really little, is, but go on a little bit, but go
2: on a little bit um that's i'm not gonna say anything I said else vaguely about that. go on um he so And then after that, Macias famously went to the Santa Monica Pier and proceeded to try and toss people off. I don't know if he succeeded or not, but then he was shot by the police. Uh, But them punching an old lady with a Big Mac in the face is a really powerful visual, especially if you know what this motherfucker looks like.
3: Rollins said that he actually he pushed like a security guard off like a bridge onto like a. It wasn't into the water. It was like onto some like. Yes. Yeah. No. It was not into yeah. the water. Um, Circle <laughs> Guy one. Got fogged up. I think. Circle one has
2: some solid jams. By the way, um, destroy axon is a sweet song. Um, uh, they got highway patrolman is one of my favorite anti-cop songs. Uh, very anti-society type of band. So kind of, I guess maybe a fitting end for Mr. Yeah, Macias. To Rest start at
3: McDonald's. Yeah, great footage from <laughs> his
2: weird punk church in the movie Another State of Mind too, which is a good movie.
3: Cool
0: punk church. Yeah, I didn't. I've never heard of Circle One really. So they're cool. They're good. Yeah, they are pretty cool.
3: Uh, let's move on to uh, how about we'll go with MDC's Corporate Death Burger. Oh, that's, that's from a, a the pretty classic. Uh, that that might that, have the seven. The, is that a seven short full length? That's on the, for That's the, on the full first length. full line. Okay. This was
2: the first song I thought of when we came up with this topic. Me um, too. Because I used to jam that LP out a good amount in high school. I revisited it not that long ago. I wasn't expecting to still like it, but it, it's good. The production's a little weird. It's kind of like muffled sounding, I guess you could say. It's,
1: pretty, it's kind of shoddy.
2: Yeah, yeah. But but the production kind of works. Um, Dave Dichter's vocal delivery is pretty cool because you can generally tell what he's saying. He sounds kind of... Uh, very sort of gruff vocal delivery. He's got a lot of attitude, which I like. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. That's a that's a good catchy song on there. I like the song America's So Straight, too, where it's with a medley with dead cops. That's a good one. And MDC, I mean, in terms of attempting to develop some sort of political consciousness within punk in the 80s, which I don't know if I would say that was a successful project, but I would say that Dave Dichter was one of the main people leading it. Um, he was involved. probably one
1: of the earliest too, in America, yeah. yes. If it, uh, we'd have to do more research on the years and what every song on this list that Tim made uh, come from, but as far, I feel like he might have taken some of the first shots at especially just the whole fast food thing.
2: Definitely, and and sort of animal rights stuff. Definitely in America, especially. I mean, putting yeah, out a like record the, uh, called "John Wayne Was a Nazi" in like '79. I mean, that was that was ahead of the curve. He was involved with MRR too, which was sort of pursuing a similar project.
3: Another MDC song that con that touches on the animal rights: uh, chicken squawk, chicken That's squawk. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one,
2: yeah. So de- definitely uh, the the and this was before.
3: It was the, like 83. Yeah, like veganism
2: yeah. and vegetarianism, I think were... I mean, I know they were a lot less big back then, so it makes sense they would catch on in a counterculture like uh, like punk. Now, later on in the mm-hmm. 80s, some of the Cro-Mags guys, et cetera, got into Hare Krishna and started also also doing vegetarianism, but um, through a more reactionary lens, we'll say, mm-hmm. which is where the, the hardline vegan straight-edge movement comes from. The... Band Vegan Reich, which I am a fan of. Oh, totally. Man. A little bit what's of a different that, angle, um,
0: but fuck, what's that Youth of Today song? That's
1: no, more. I was thinking of yeah, Youth of
0: Today what this what I was whole time. More with the music video, yeah. Yep. They got recently, um, uh, 586 got like an original copy of that on v- the VHS. Really? They had like four copies. Yeah, he uploaded it recently. That was very cool. Yeah, the um, dawn cool, of yeah. vegan
1: straight edge, which is still pretty prevalent today. Honestly, yeah. and I if
0: think so, that's like it's
1: got its own, its whole own thing. Do, Earth, do you
0: know Earth Earth anyone that's straight edge that isn't vegan?
1: I know I have known those
2: people. I mean, yeah.
1: t- technically, I guess, but those people also don't claim straight edge per se. Okay. They just don't get fucked up. And no, I don't think. Maybe like, occasionally eat eggs.
2: We know we know people who are straight edge or aren't vegan. Those uh, like Mike and and Kyle and those guys. Those guys eat meat. Okay, uh, I
0: yeah, believe technically.
1: But you know what I Knowing mean. No one that I'm really like
0: close to. Yeah. Whenever I hear straight edge, I just my mind immediately pivots to I am also vegan.
2: And it wasn't always like that. That, it wasn't that, like that, that. started, I think, with the with youth of today, and then subsequently with the hardline thing and Earth mm-hmm. Earth Crisis and all that.
0: Yeah, does Earth Crisis have a song about?
2: No, they their their <laughs> lyrical approach was, I think, a little bit loftier and more verbose. They wouldn't they wouldn't talk about something as particular as McDonald's. I wouldn't imagine. I'll
0: put the uh, like chugs to the Firestorm. Yeah.
3: They're more. Right yeah, I was going to say more about killing drug dealers or. I, I think worked. That was I worked a with a guy briefly that
1: was briefly in Earth Crisis. Oh yeah, some you told me that, yeah uh, <laughs> want some lineup at some point. Oh that's yeah because cool. they are from Syracuse. and and it was at a vegan restaurant, I might add, yeah, but he was yeah. not straight edge and probably liked McDonald's,
0: yeah, I don't know, no, this it's just that's something I think of like whenever I literally if someone says they're straight edge, I immediately just think that they're because 'cause they're they're so synonymous, it's I would say especially especially if they're into hardcore, like if someone says like obviously you're not straight edge if you aren't into hardcore. But like the whole vegan straight edge thing is such a hardcore thing, and by straight edge I mean like just lack the sobriety in general. Well,
2: yeah, it makes sense on a few different levels because on one hand, on a more personal level, it's like you already have made it a virtue to sort of limit your earthly pleasures in a way, mm-hmm. and along with that for a lot of those guys and understandably part of the reason they don't do drugs is because they recognize that it is a monstrous industry with cartels and the cia so on and so forth so if you're already thinking along those lines it's not a huge jump to say you know i'm not gonna fucking eat meat either because um, it is it is to be clear and we'll probably touch on this more with the other bands like i eat meat we all eat meat you all literally listen to us eat meat um <laughs> It 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 is a monstrous industry and um God
0: will judge us for it someday. For the it's, make rib?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Fuck. It's not that far off from the cartels. You know, it's just a, really a much yet. nicer version of it. Well what, what what we got next, Tim?
3: Uh disrupt, rid the cancer seven inch. The artwork for that. Yes. So gotta... that is a
0: so I wanted to clarify, that is a bootleg seven inch. I feel like it's still
3: pretty recognizable. It's still, recognizable. It's like, recognizable. It, 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 there are like disrupt shirts with oh, that yeah. on it. So is that yeah. what
2: the lyrics to that song are about? Do You R- know, the song. Is it like
3: where it's the it's cancer. definitely it's not. It's more more so about you know like yeah like you know multi-factory farming and stuff like, yeah, like that. That kind of stuff.
2: I mean, it yeah. is such a leviathan. You
3: don't even know where to it start. really like it. It's that de- like it's definitely on um, you know like uh, um yeah, I know what you mean. It's 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 not
0: about McDonald's, right? Right, right. and it's no, not I mean, even I necessarily about fast, about fast yeah. food. But, but I, I'd but the, say it's the industry
1: behind it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, yes. and the
2: machinations of that with capital, global capital. Yes, because specifically, yeah, conditions for if you don't know what the that.
0: image is uh, to our listeners, it is a like what looks like a very large uh, cattle rancher kind of style like a, capitalist yeah. who is holding up a little mask of in front McDonald. of his face of Ronald McDonald.
2: Now this is first off I would ask where where is Disrupt from? That's an American band, right? New they England from, actually. New England and, yeah. and more recent. This is like 90s, late 90s, yeah. right? No, uh, early 90s. 80s.
0: They are, they started in 88,
3: I believe.
2: Yeah, and 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 there were and maybe we'll touch on some of them later. There were prior to that. I think we should do another episode about like a, a narco punk in the UK. They were
3: probably um, Disrupt was probably contemporaries with a uh, Drop Dead. Yes. I would think, right? I was They're literally like a about heavy to say crust that. band, though. Did right? They, did they
1: do yes. a split?
0: Yeah. See, I was gonna say Siege for some reason. Drop Dead and just no, nah, I don't think. No, they, they did, did a split actually. with Destroy, and they have a split rupture with two. Rupture. Did they have a Phobia?
2: Or am I just associating those bands? Disrupt and reason? Phobia. Yeah.
0: They mm, they
1: know better than me. I want to say yes, but I also want to say. I don't think so. No.
0: Drop dead the display with rupture. I think that's what
3: you Yeah, mean. that's what I meant. Drop dead okay. to display. I was just correlating that the ruptures, whole like.
0: That rupture side is fucking. Speaking good. out on animal abuse type thing. Well,
1: yeah, th- yeah. This, is,
2: this is something I was going to say. With with this band and maybe some of the earlier UK bands, but even into the 90s, early 2000s, like in the punk scene and also even outside of that and what you would call like leftist circles. I mean, I can't remember when I was a kid, two of the biggest things that those folks would talk about. Were animal rights was bigger, and I understand why priorities have shifted with with that, especially since as it's become more and more apparent that uh, vegan food is not much better for the environment, and we have have to do a lot more than adjust our diets. soy
1: is destroying the rainforest. Yes, yeah. A lot of other things are as well, but soy is tied up into that, too. Yeah, like cattle ranching. Your tempeh is horrible for the rainforest. Yeah,
0: cattle ranching is, like way worse only by the sheer fact that they just need more land to like raise cattle we can't win and we're all going to die yeah yeah, yeah.
2: It, it the ecological catastrophe won't be averted by your diet but regardless like two, two issues that folks that were leftists against the establishment whatever that used to I talk about a lot more were both animal rights and globalization these are two issues that have been completely abandoned by the the left flank and and unfortunately the right flank is now seizing upon globalization is what they're going to post. but i i would be interested in examining obviously conditions have shifted i understand why priorities would shift but i think the the shift the fact that these things are less prevalent issues now i have to think it's an op particularly with animal rights groups like because some of these groups are really radical they were doing direct action and like Mm. i i i have to learn more about it but i know like the, like the ALF and shift, they were doing real shit, and when you do real shit, the CIA fucks you. So I think probably a lot of these groups, the reason you see this shift in discourse is because the groups that were interested in it pr- probably got opt. Really oh, or even bad.
3: probably like Earth First, kind of, because, I mean, you yeah, never hear yeah, exactly. anything about that. You used to
2: hear about this stuff all the time, and it's just gone now, and, and, and I don't think it's just as simple as people stop caring. Well, there so must be some I chicanery mean, I'm sure here.
1: some of those people must have maybe they were more likely to shift their interest more towards black lives movements?
2: Oh, no, I'm not disputing that. I just think there's something else going on, too. And I'm not, of course, saying that they... I'm, of course, not saying that they shouldn't have done that, but...
1: everything you said earlier uh, and just the way that I perceive things to be, I'm sure you're right.
2: I mean, just by virtue of how radical some of those groups were, um, when that kind of thing happens, there is... Now, you don't hear a peep? It, someone probably shut something down along the way. In addition to people, I think rightfully, um, maybe moving on to other things that are more um, immediate. But you know, could be a bit of both. And I, I'll be looking into that more, particularly since, like I said, I do want to do an episode on uh, UK anarcho punk, and I think it's difficult to talk about that without talking about animal rights.
3: Well, if we want to go off on that, and uh, speaking of anarcho punk, the next man uh, conflict.
2: One of my favorites. Love
3: Conflict. Uh, the song I found, it's called, uh, let me see here. It's called These Things Take Time. And it's actually, it's like a dub track.
2: Really? What album is that on? I don't know if I know that one.
3: It uh, came out in 88. Um, I can't, it's like the the final something. The, yeah, I the think. final Conflict.
2: It's after Ungovernable yeah. yeah. Force. I haven't listened to that one in a while, but I love Conflict. That's one of my favorite bands of that type. And one of the I got in that band pretty early. I was like probably 15 or 16. And I love them because musically, they're very, very ambitious. Their albums all have interludes with samples, very musically varied, which I think if you are going to undertake an ambitious political project with your music, um, it necessitates artistic ambition as well you know
0: yeah it, it, uh, you need a little more than just here's a bunch of band here's the band playing a bunch of songs and we'll see if it fits together this
3: no. this song i looked up is actually probably one of my the favorite like one of my favorite songs i actually found from this it's interesting
0: really good song look it up yeah we'll put we're or, gonna pick up youtube playlists i think yeah and it's yeah. gonna be in the description so just look before uh, look below and you'll be able to see that and just check out some of these songs. As, you yeah, know, I've, I've
1: stuff. never, I've never listened to Conflict once. Listen to Conflict. I, Steve listened, Ignorant from Crass. I haven't crass. listened to Disrupt in probably about nine years. So, like, whoa, this Steve Ignorant. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't That's, know if I've
2: listened to Disrupt ever. I mean, not. not whoa, but, this play. I'm gonna benefit
1: from this
3: playlist. Yeah, this is shit that I should have listened to before this. Uh, Steve Ignorant from Crass actually played on that Conflict song on that album. That's a that's a solid endorsement. Yeah. So, and speaking of Crass, they uh, I got a song from them too called uh, I think they would probably pronounce it Contaminational Power. It's like which, a s- uh-huh. which
2: album is that on? Which where's that from? Uh,
3: that was on. Um, Must be a later one. Uh, I think it was the uh, one that came out in '82.
2: Christ, Christ, the album? Or no, the one? It's the one before that.
3: Yeah, I think it's that one. The one before.
2: Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, crafts. It's, it's interesting because when I was younger and I was first hearing about them as a teenager, I listened to them and I didn't like it. The music didn't grab me. I think I needed to hear more abrasive music first. And now I love them. It's really musically innovative band, totally different approach to making punk music. And the lyrics are really biting. A lot of people rip on this band for being uh, just if people think they're preachy. I I guess I get that. But I think more what actually bothers people about it is not that it's preachy, but that it it really it's an unmitigated indictment of so many things. And it can come off as very grim and pessimistic. Not 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 a fun band,
3: but a good band. Very unapologetic.
2: It really is
3: uh, like uh, the lyrics in that song. The chorus goes it's talking about. Or, like, the song itself is about how uh, Britain, you know, using uh, nuclear weapons or nuclear power was... Oh, that's
1: on Stations of the Crass. That's That's the one, yeah. 79, 79. 79. Wow, really? Jeez. And then, yeah, Penis Envy came out two years after that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Christ
2: the Album's 83, I believe. Um, Okay. I was going to say, man, it's... I remember
0: listening to... Because my musical, like, history with punk music... Like, I was into metal, and I think, like, when I was listening to, like, the 80s, 70s punk stuff, I was also listening to, like, death metal and black metal and, like, and stuff, which is a very weird juxtaposition of interest because yeah. i go from listening to, like, I don't know, Day or something like that into listening to, like, the Flex Your Head Comp. So I remember listening to Fitting of the 5000 and just being like, I really—I don't think—I was like, I like this, I guess, but I kind of don't. I just didn't have any sort of thing to kind of base it off of because it wasn't like the Ramones. I mean,
2: you would barely have more of one now. It kind of doesn't sound like much else. It's very tinny, too. Well, it's very abrasive, but it's catchy. I've, if you actually yeah. listen to it and get into the contours of the music— they're like pop songs on that album, at least the guitar later sounds later
3: so weird on that record. Yes. Yeah. But I like it, though. It's the it, drummer it's has good. like yeah. what, like
2: just
0: a snare or something like not really. But Tom's. that's what sounds he's like. He's
3: doing like military yeah, rolls the whole yeah. time.
0: I do like I, I, I do like some peace punk kind of stuff. I don't think it's it's a genre that I don't really and like anarcho stuff. It's a genre I don't like ever find myself listening to when it comes to punk music. But, like, an Os Rotten I do enjoy. And I Crass is a band I really, really, really need to, like, dive into. I'll I'll get you down on some Peace Punk, dude. Some of it is, is
2: great. As far yeah. as
1: Crass goes, too, a lot of their stuff sounds very different from it. They've got some really interesting punk songs.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah and some more experimental albums. But, yeah, you want to get into Peace Punk, we'll, we'll talk.
0: One day. Yeah. Maybe in a, a future episode. Yeah,
2: we'll
1: prepare for that. But speaking of catchy songs. Yeah. And you brought up the Ramones and the topic that we're on for this episode. Getting back to the romantic feel that fast food once had. The Ramones, you know, which well, they were like one of the first punk bands ever, right? Pank's bands. Pank's bands. Uh, And, oh, oh, I love her so. It's not McDonald's, but the lyrics, I met her at the Burger King, fell in love by the soda machine.
2: That's one of my favorite Ramon songs and always has been. Classic. I love it, yeah. And and you you touched on something that I, I I would like to sort of explicate for a second. You know, even when I was a kid, and this isn't me having childhood nostalgia because I hated being a child. I would never go back. But McDonald's was fun back then. It was kind of nice. There was still something human about it. You fucking go to a, ball a, pit.
1: You, yeah, dude. ball
2: pit. You go to a fucking McDonald's now, and it looks like a fucking airport. It really is, like, just as... The, the superstructure has evolved along with, you know, the undergirding machinations of it moving forward and the gears turning like our whole society has been like HR department sized Jesus Christ. There's yeah. got to be a better word for that. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything has become so much. It's like it gets more sterile by the day. And if you look at what a McDonald's fucking physically looks like now, it's a fucking good example of that. but
3: But then look at what we just ate. It's like what the, this doesn't match. Like this is no. fucking shit.
2: Exactly, and that's that's what I think. It maybe maybe we need to. You know what? Exactly, we should write new punk songs about McDonald's because it's so much more insulting now.
0: Yeah, I, I would say to kind of go off that real quick, um, because we because not only is it is it bad, and it's like some of our only choices
2: now we're expected to pretend that it's good or they're telling yeah. us that it's good and it's yep. fucking not good.
0: So just be honest with us. And we should Bare applaud minimum. them for like being a little better, I guess. New a Leaking head prog- song. Yeah, Progressive yeah. Burger up. McDonald's coming Fucking jack me off. I, I, I'd say uh, McDonald's. <laughs> McFucking Red. Shout out
2: to Radioactive Snowshoe.
0: <laughs> uh Our friend yeah, Jared you probably that was heard on. that and that's what the middle... We're going to use that as an interlude,
1: right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, um,
0: um, I, I had thoughts about McDonald's in regards to Ronald. Because Ronald McDonald was such like an integral part of McDonald's, uh, which f- is featured prominently on several of the albums that we're going to talk about. One of them sp- being a uh, album that is kind of uh, related to Rochester, the uh, compilation "This Comp Kills Fascist Volume One, which features Spoonful of Vicodin. Shout out to them. Uh, Shout out to Spoonful for real, for real. The the corporate mascot is a thing that is like almost not a thing anymore. Like most That's places, fascinating, yeah mascots are dying and it also relates to punk bands and stuff like that punk bands and really more specifically metal bands metal bands loved the mascot in bands have 80s heavy metal bands tons of them had like stupid mascots fucking eddie fucking Uh, huge eddie the riot seal man seal uh the last great icon circle jerks guy circle jerks guy uh dri skank man the last great icon which is not even great and it sucks and it shows you why how it kind of works like that was that i can think of that was like kind of newer is disturbs the guy (laughs) (laughs) yes i haven't seen this he's
2: just called the guy (laughs) the hooded
0: guy that's on a lot of disturbed albums (laughs) is called the guy
3: they put a lot of thought into that clearly
0: He's got, like... He looks like he's a, the, he's like a he's stormy the, cloud. He's the new I mean, he's metal like the, He's like the
3: fake Grim Reaper on, yeah. like, their album covers. He's the new
0: he's metal like version furry. of the Hooded he's and like, Mosher. He's like the
3: bitch-made Grim Reaper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Grim Reaper's he, stepson. He's the new metal version of the Hooded Mosher that's on so many hardcore, like, yeah. demos and stuff like that. I, <laughs> <laughs> the
2: he's fucking the, the 25 twisted. to life uh, guy with the guns. That's, yes. French that, and now, that's
0: sick. That's pretty That's Yo when rick sick that really i that
2: felt really that felt felt shit that. i felt that <laughs> no you raised some interesting i got to think over it more but the disappearance of the corporate mascot is fascinating at at first blush my take would be that it it's just Asking people to relate to a mascot is too much now. We're all supposed yeah. to be our own mascot. We've also well, kinda we're all clowns now. We yes.
0: we are all Ronald McDonald now. We people don't mascot him anymore. They don't need that. They have Travis Scott now. They're also yeah. so
1: fucking huge and successful and powerful that they kinda surpassed the need of doing that. Yeah. They they not they, only like Ronald McDonald, they still use the M, but Burger King when's uh, when's the last time you saw a series of new commercials they were doing where it was the king? Yeah. That
3: character. He was a newer one. He was a newer Hey, uh, how about KFC, mascot. though? You still see the colonel up in the... Also, I want it. Like that is fucking, hard to... He was a snowman. That is hard to get rid of because he's like in the logo almost. But well, he was we a real both man. worked at He was KFC also for a real man. Yes, business. and he
0: used to. He we did.
1: <laughs> he, I feel like you guys should talk about that. Your time right. at working for oh, a fast food
3: establishment. We did work for a fast food company. We
1: did with each other at the same time. At the same didn't place. did you fuck up a fryer or something? I remember you kicks, this story. No. Kicks, well, you might not. Yeah. Nah. Nah. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. You know,
2: I
3: heard yeah,
1: this.
3: Yeah, there will be some silence yeah. here for. Uh, You know, what was that weird silence? We are against dry (laughs) snitching.
2: I heard that later on um, the real Colonel Sanders, like because in the early days he would go visit the restaurants. Yeah, he continued to do that after he was completely senile. And he would just be picking up ingredients <laughs> and dropping them and doing shit that doesn't
0: make any sense. That, well,
1: that's how he got the secret ingredients. That's how he got the job. Spices. Yep. And
2: well, well, I he's think it's Yeah.
0: I, you know, I did read a story about how he would. He uh, to <laughs> do that in the White House. He would uh, dip his balls in the flour and fry them. <laughs> his balls. <laughs> Isn't there a <laughs> movie coming Ringling out Ringling. now where it's like sexy Colonel
1: Sanders? Yeah, with what's his name? The guy. Uh, the guy that was on fucking Saved Saved by the Bell.
3: Screech, thanks. No, no not, not <laughs> Screech. Screech
1: got into porno at one point, I thought. I remember that, yeah. And well, then, like, went on celebrity rehab. porno? It's, uh, no, I'm. Uh, actually, oh. I'm not going to oh. look this up because it's so fucking. Did you say
2: It's a Hispanic guy, and I just, I'm the only name sure I can. I'm pretty sure that think. was the dude from Saved
3: oh, by the Bell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I little, was just thinking it's Antonio like Banderas. Little Dickie. Lil Dicky, <laughs> it's, it's no, Lil, I Lil Dicky from Mario, Saved by the Bell,
2: real something? name Screech. I think it is
1: Mario something, yeah. Dustin Diamond. Shout out
2: Dustin
0: Diamond. Shout out yep. Antonio Banderas. So let's, let's move on. You know what? <laughs> let's talk about, uh, I did mention the This Comp Kills Fascist Volume 1. Which features These a Colonel zombie Fox Ronald booties. McDonald on, I believe, either the <laughs> yeah. layout. It's, it's definitely yeah, involved on the in there. Of it. Yeah. On the inside. The LP version. There's a couple versions. I remember ordering the CD version at Record Archive. They had to order it from Relapse, I believe. And then I got it there. And I got to say this that is a record. That is a game changing like album, especially considering. A band from my fucking city was on it with that's fucking pretty dope, yeah. Magruder grind and insect warfare and like brutal truth and shit,
3: like. And and uh, how could you forget? Man will destroy himself.
0: Yes. Oh man, someone I know shared "Man will destroy himself" and be like, "This band is good," and it's like, uh, sorry, sorry if uh, if someone in that band hears this. I am not trying to be a dick. We're not trying to be a dick. But every single time I listened, I, those tracks came on. I skipped them. I think it was just a flow thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, just didn't just really, spot, didn't really fit. Was just way better. Yeah, and like before, who was before them? Like Insect Warfare or something Shit like that. Shitstorm, I think. Shitstorm. Oh, come Which, on. And you then know, after those were them, completely was after ripping them?
3: tracks. After them was Chainsaw. Or no, it was, either, it was Total Fucking Destruction. That's who. Okay,
0: because I do remember. It is funny that uh, shout out to Ben, our friend Ben. Ben Wood. Um, who was mad that he was on the B side cause they released it as a set as seven inches too. Right. Um, and he was on the seven inch with total <laughs> fucking destruction cause he does not like rich Hoke. It <laughs> <laughs> was, that is so funny. That's, that's how it ended.
2: You, you're fucking me up now. Sorry, I am drifting off a little bit. Yeah. I'm mean, gonna have to do a solo thing at some point about McDonald's because I got all caught up in the sandwich and pork belly futures. Yeah. I I barely thought about Ronald McDonald as a mascot. There's so much there.
0: There's I'm, dude. I'm thinking well, about here's the-, the thing. He he kind of disappeared. Remember when the clown thing happened?
3: People, yes, those, those, people those, all the those scary those clowns. clowns in the woods and fields. That is that coincides <laughs> oh, with his disappearance. Uh, he yeah. was already
0: kind of fading into obscurity. Maybe
3: McDonald's did a psyop where they were like, "Oh, send these fucking clowns out, and we can just axe this." Yes,
2: and, and for, for people Ronald. listening years from now, there was what seemed like a fake news story about like people dressed as clowns. Killer kill clowns. Now, since then, we've seen another clown
0: emerge in our public consciousness in a big way. About a year ago. Um, oh, I thought you were going to talk about, I thought you were going to say Donald Trump. Oh, you mean the Jonker, right? I'm c- talking, of course, about Joker. Joke oh,
1: Joker. It's me.
3: <laughs> like how oh, we all just said the Joker in like a different. It, it's
1: me. Eating. Maybe the that's, Joker I, I gotta, from Batman. <laughs> I gotta think about. I'm it more the of, Joker, baby.
2: <laughs> maybe that's punished Ronald. He's he's lost.
1: Dude, that's when Ronald McDonald. That's
3: when he got a, that's after he got
2: axed. Yeah, he had all yeah. that
1: money behind him too. And, he then, and then and then exactly he, he
2: he saw the folly of capitalism It failed him because he lost his empire and he comes back. Twenty twenty two, the next Batman figure in Joker gonna.
1: The hey first, Murray, it'll be about Ronald McDonald turning into the Joker, baby.
0: When you call me on, can you call me Ronald? <laughs> sure thing, Ronald. Sure.
1: Uh, the McRib isn't good, and I'm tired of pretending that it's not. I was
2: gonna do. I was gonna do one. It's a uh, Joker, but it's the Eric Cartman origin story. That that is a that's a really good <laughs> bit. I'm proud of you for that one. How about another joke, Mr. Garrison? (laughs) What do you get when you cross a single mother with a societar that steps on him and treats him like dirt? You get what you fucking deserve, Kyle? (laughs) We live
1: in a societar. We live in a societar. (laughs) That's That's a great
0: bit. Oh, my God. Let's get let's uh yeah, let's, let's next keep song. going. We got a couple of bigger yeah. ones. Um
2: no more clown shit. You join yeah. the circus, you do clown shit to
3: quote Cameron.
1: Also the correlation <laughs> the song Correlation between McDonald's or Ronald McDonald and the juggalos. Just saying. Not here's really.
3: here's a song We're a I found a clown episode too. Here's a song I found where it's really very bizarre lyrics and the McDonald's reference in in it is just very yeah. US bombs, that band. You know that band? Dwayne Peters, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh dude, famous skateboarder. Yep, yep. Which
1: also lots of skateboard artwork uh I was gonna say they love McDonald's. Doing right? doing uh, you know, fast food one off rip offs. A lot of them just well, get and assists.
3: Maybe I'm also wrong on this too, but isn't like I feel like since I don't I don't skate or anything, so I don't know, but isn't there kinda like I feel like with skateboarding um There's, like, a lot of, like, what, like, kind of, like, sponsorships and, like... Well, that's a... I mean, Mountain
1: Dew, Red Bull... Yeah, like, all sorts uh, of kinds of... Early 2000s, possibly very late 90s, Tony Hawk with uh, Bagel Bites. They called him Bagel Boy. Um, I (laughs) feel like over... Yeah, I feel like over the past 15 years, McDonald's probably... Probably had professional skateboarders I in their, like, yeah. TV commercials for advertisements. Not so much now, but, yeah, I mean, Mountain Dew, Red Bull, base, basically fast food.
3: Right. But this song, this weird song, I looked at the lyrics about this. It's called Framed. Uh, these guys in their in, in this song, they kind of explain their stance on how they think the Oklahoma City bombing was a setup and a, Timothy McVeigh didn't do it. That's a because they said he was at a McDonald's parking lot.
2: This is a conspiracy I haven't delved into Which, yet. Same now. here. I've
3: never even heard of it.
2: I mean, I don't know. It's I I McVeigh. I don't know that much about McVeigh. My guess was always it was some fucking MK Ultra shit. His brain got fried by the government or something. <laughs> Uh, it's possible he was just really racist, too. I don't know, but it's weird that it I went think he, that he acted he, uh, out the way that he did. he
0: really liked um, – what, what's that one white supremacist book? The Turner Diaries. He really liked The Turner Diaries. Yeah. And, like, there was, like, a group of people that, like – it was kind of like um, like a feedback loop. Um, And it was like also kind of revenge sounds familiar It was kind of revenge Like if um, Ruby Ridge and Waco Waco didn't happen Waco, yes, yeah, yeah, that's
2: what it was Yeah, 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 exactly I mean,
0: if Ruby Ridge didn't happen Then Waco wouldn't have happened And then if those didn't happen Then the Oklahoma City bombing probably wouldn't have happened All I wanted was a McRib And you wouldn't (laughs) give it to me just a McRib.
3: Very weird. I mean, I would also like to say that Dwayne Peter, like, he can't be. He, that back, guy's got to be a dumbass. That right? guy is
1: fried. Yeah, guy I was going to say fried. that
3: up, that he's he might as well be on some MK. Right, he's probably shit. on that all sorts of, like, pretty he's shot. Fried.
2: He's way shot, so i have not sold him. his He's been shot
1: for, campaign. like, 35 years.
3: Just very, like, very bizarre lyrics to read that somebody would actually defend that. Timothy McVeigh, yeah, you know, that, it's like, that's...
2: That, I certainly, uh, I, just to be clear to the listeners, I am not saying Timothy
1: McVeigh. Timothy <laughs> McVeigh that. is innocent. Free <laughs> him. Free my boy. Free right, him. <laughs> <laughs> free boy. Free right, him. <laughs> Hashtag free him. Timmy V. 1994,
0: Timmy kicking down your goddamn M. door. Is it Timmy V or Timmy M?
2: Are we going to, while we're at it, are we going to touch on the cops buying Dylan Roof a Whopper or uh, maybe... <laughs>
0: yeah, it should have been... It should have been a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, we should have given him a McRib just that. Then he would have been, then there would be justice if we made him eat a couple of those well, things.
0: He, his, his heart would have turned
2: pure.
1: All I oh, wanted was a McRib. And you wouldn't well, give it to I, me. I'm going to
2: listen to the U.S. Bomb song, though, and, and, and hear their side of the story. But I'm thinking McVeigh was just uh, yet another mentally unstable person who read the fucking Turner Diaries. And, yeah, uh, it it's funny if in the, lyrics, he goes for like,
0: in the lyrics he's just like, I also don't really know much about Timothy McVeigh. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking well, about. Again, yeah, the this lyrics are think, like, but I don't know what I'm he saying.
3: Was, he was, like the lyrics are like he was reading them, like he like, you know, he's like saw footage, or he was like, there was a guy, a military guy in the truck near the bill. This is like QS bombs. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously.
0: Well, we um, got, what's the next next
3: one? Let's go with the Gothicles here. Their song "Judge Too Soon." Their approach, you know, they're just very like their music, very straightforward, very condemning of McDonald's. Like, oh, you did terrible thing, McDonald's. Where's that guy? From? Yeah. He's Greek, right? No, no. Uh, Bel- Belgium. Belgium. Yeah. Ah.
0: Now, uh, if you don't, if you, our fans do, uh, listeners do not know much about a guy Agataclese. um a Ag- guy. We I say gothic I really don't know. I Much. think I'm I do not think it's like I think it's cuz it's a like Greek so it's like Agathocles Agatakles. Sure. some weird shit but Pac-uglies. it's a Gothocles. it's fucking Agathines. So, uh they are known for pioneering what is considered called core which is a very punk uh are fervent animal liberation supporters too. Yeah. It's very punk grindcore essentially. Um and they actually um to go off that with the ALF stuff um they have an album called Razor Sharp Daggers. If you listen to anything by that band, absolutely listen to that. I would say if they like broke up after that, they would definitely be up there in like older grindcore bands. Still. The lore surrounding um, would probably. Well, I
3: we if definitely should, their catalog. Uh, yeah, all, all, all I knew if a, they did that,
2: right? Yeah, all I have known about that band is they have a million split seven inches. Yes. I will check that album out. Mount also for the listeners since we've met, referenced it several times. I'll mention. In case you don't know, ALF is the Animal Liberation Front. It was a radical. It's what it sounds like. uh We'll talk about it more in another episode, probably. If not, you can look it up.
0: Ralph said he'd be down to do an episode on gothicles and I think that'd be an interesting one because uh, if you also do not know, they have a million fucking splits. I swear to God, like every year they, they come out with like probably have like dozen splits.
3: hundreds of splits at this point.
0: Yeah, they are a very prolific band. Yeah. Um. Which I don't think really need to speak too much about it. It's just it is what it is. Um, but yeah, that uh, gothically is very uh, very uh, upfront with their political beliefs.
1: That makes sense to me as far as what I know about the image that they have. I'm pretty much in the same uh, same boat as Jake. As I just know that they've do and they've done a million fucking splits and whatever.
3: Well, if yeah. we well, we can keep up with the grindcore theme. We got a couple more you know grindcore bands would that have the. Uh, you know, more so imagery than in the lyrics, which is with uh, Napalm Death on their first full-length scum. Uh, pretty iconic uh, punk artwork, I would say. It's, you know, got yeah. the black and white but with, like, the good green and yellow background. Like, a, a couple, two politicians.
2: Wait, is Mickey D's
3: on the cover? The The logo is, yeah. Oh, The, the, the golden arches is on that. there. Yeah, right in the... Well, there's there's multiple. Have, the one have, I feel like the nah, that makes sense. The, the, the the regular version see. is the. Like, I've seen the green yeah. one.
1: You guys definitely know more about Napalm Beth, Napalm Beth, than me. But I I recognize it with the purple. I haven't listened
2: yeah. to Scum in years. That's actually one Either that I'm but. overdue to revisit. Um, Very
3: uh, the the A side is more in line with the uh, I think with the uh, you know. More the anarcho sensibilities, okay. yeah. Like I
2: said, Terrorizer was always my favorite well, grind band, but I'm still not that versed in the genre. To
0: go off that, they originally started in like the early '80s as like an anarcho punk band. Yes, that's where Grindcore um, came from, if I understand correctly. And they really did sound. They were on. They were on. Uh, Bullshit Detector Volume Three.
2: Yeah, like that's Crass
0: Records. Um, so they were. They do have that like link, and why it would be like that on the A side is uh, if you don't know, Scum is like essentially two two records in one. It's like it could be like almost two seven inches or two, 12 inches in one. Uh, the A side is the like almost the near original lineup, and then the B side is Mick Harris with a new lineup. Yeah, um, which is why it also I also forgot about that different. actually. Yeah, which side do that. you prefer? I prefer the a side but the B side I to be honest I don't prefer scum like almost at all yeah. anymore. I actually been listening to like all a lot of like napalm death recently because uh, I, I I think there might be one of my favorite bands uh and I think and this is maybe a hot take here but I don't think that band has put out a bad album. And a lot of people are going, whoa! What the heck? What about diatribes? Guess what? I love diatribes. What about inside the torn apart? That one's not that bad. It's way there's way worse bands out there from like the early '90s, '80s that put out way worse fucking shit in the late '90s. And it's, even especially word, as far as being just like you know, consistent goes. Words from the exit wound. Also, not that fucking bad. It, you know, could be way worse. So I, I think they're one of the better bands in that regard. And it's cool that they do have that anarcho punk roots because we're essentially we're in like a couple of years we're coming up on that band the being forty
3: 40th anv- forty forty well, years. Th- them
0: and some of
2: those other earlier grind bands that still had that connection to the anarcho whatever, um, they were v- critical even in songs of some of the stuff that came later that was musically similar to them. But didn't um, maybe have the same deeply felt beliefs. I mean, there's the classic, the sore throat, death, the capitalist hardcore, where it's got mm-hmm. the guy with the DRI record. Did, is S, is uh, Napalm Death the one with the SOD d- diss track?
3: No, <laughs> that's that's extreme noise. Terror. Extreme
2: noise terror did that. Yeah, dude, um, really. Which is I just,
3: actually there. I got there. Uh, they have artwork too, where it's a split with them and this band Filth Kick. It's a group of cross punks, like just. Beating up Ronald McDonald. I just want to
1: say that more punk bands, hardcore bands, whatever, fucking grind, even even quote unquote quote unquote noise artists. Should make diss tracks. Couldn't agree
3: that more. That is sick. That like, is so especially sick. Especially
2: about Billy Milano and I mean, his bands. Especially in noise I was going
3: to say, hey, we're going to, hopefully got- coming soon, we're going to do a punching down on Billy Milano episode.
1: <laughs> like, hey. <We'll> cover <laughs> SOD there. Comment.
3: Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Should we yeah. do it? This Punch down on Billy This one goes out Milano. to that
1: bitch ass so-and-so, and then it's just.
0: <laughs> 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 to, um,
2: you could do it with the, like, distorted vocals, like. He's a bitch,
0: bitch, bitch, bitch. To go off, uh, to He's go gay, off gay, this gay, this track gay. talk. Um, a band <laughs> that you I think is on the list has a diss track, um, about DRI, and that is Electro Hippies. Oh, they diss DRI too. DRI, or DIY, not DRI.
3: Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah.
0: On the cover, uh, what's the cover? Play faster, die. Play fast where die. yeah,
3: it's Ronald getting. I don't know. But.
0: Ronald McDonald is definitely there again. A reoccurring thing where it's not in a positive way. They're not saying right. Ronald it's McDonald like is it's good. like always
3: Ronald getting like his fucking shit pushed. Well, yeah, in it's or a something.
0: it's a stand in for for
2: glo- globalism and capitalism and all those things we discussed in the yeah. first half. Things that we can't beat up. And but, I would say you can beat up Ronald McDonald in your dreams and in your band artwork.
0: And I would say they didn't like they don't have they didn't have like the lingo and like the. The th- i guess quote unquote the theory that we have fucking now where everyone's a fucking marxist or some bullshit back then it was just like goddamn like i'm imagining that goddamn i hate mcdonald's fuck this they had a little and, bit of theory maybe i mean yeah. an-
2: anarchist groups would would i think distribute pamphlets and stuff but you're right i think it, it with punk especially it's maybe coming from a more visceral place which is the best place to start yes. from maybe perhaps but um yeah, the Ronald thing's interesting. Now I'm thinking about a
0: clown. He's a placeholder. He truly is a placeholder.
2: Yeah, for Yeah, and, and anger. a clown used to be something that could be a beloved mascot. Now the only clown we have is the fucking Joker.
0: It, which, look, there's
1: it.
3: It made a big comeback. Well, that that's a villain too. If I could uh, the get trans- back to valuation
2: of the clowns, I'll have to mull this over.
3: Getting back to Electro Hippies, uh, another interesting note with them on the more so. Uh, they were, I think, they were really big into the uh, Hunt Saboteurs. Uh, thing what were, is that i think it was like in england like fox hunting was like really big or fucking something of course yeah and they fucking were i think like their their album cover the only good punk is a dead one i think it was like a. it was like the logo of, to that of group course on that, like that
2: fucking cursed island those inbred motherfuckers yeah do weird are shit so like that. so invested in hunting foxes that crust bands need to write songs about it yeah
0: no, I, Now, I, of course, I
2: say this to conceal the fact that I am a bit of an Anglophile, but my God, they love their silly bullshit.
0: Yeah. And I'll, to go to extreme noise terror, they also the have the stupid, stupid nonsense song. capital of the world. Yeah. They also have the classic song Murder, which is just about, you know, factory farming and eating meat in general.
3: 450 million uh, animals are killed in Britain every year. Shove down your throat. throat and shut out your ass. Murder. Yes,
2: yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, the factory farming thing is really the issue for me. I, I And and I couldn't, as with all ideology at the core of it, it, it comes from your feelings. Like the idea of someone, even someone farming or someone hunting, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. We can eat animals, I guess. But the factory farming, it, it is something truly horrific and that I don't think is examined enough and, and let alone the ecological implications of it.
0: It brings it to – it brings – Farming to a truly nightmarish level uh, of death and misery, and then it's also hidden away from us. Uh, my co worker sent me a picture of a cow he killed today.
1: He does he own cows? Yeah, he owns,
0: you know, I think he has. How he many has cows does cow? he have? And how much is, how much is a know. cow a pop, you know? Dude, probably a lot. One of money. cow. And he hunts. He showed me pictures of like deer he was like killed and stuff like that. He'll just like walk out his land yeah. and just shoot. Well, it
2: used to always be like that. I mean, that, that's production, baby. I mean, it used to be the things you would buy would be made by, like, well, that, an, an that's artisan. That's kind of different,
0: too.
1: He's, got a, he's hunting on his own yeah. land yeah. that he owns. But that's what people like, That's
2: what people used to do. And even with other things you buy, it, it used to be made by some guy you know, and you know he's making it, and you're buying it from one guy. And then as the profit motive does what it does, it has to get bigger and bigger. There has to be more and more growth, and you go from a small farm to this fucking nightmare. And, um... And right, now it now it can't be stopped. Yeah.
1: yeah. How did
0: how did your coworker kill this cow? Like, well, I don't know. I'll ask him on Tuesday. You put a bullet or in its head or from,
3: uh, no country for old Men. A bolt pistol, the air
0: compressor yeah. thing. I think I believe it is a called a bolt. pistol. Oh yeah, no, know... that's actually what they use and have used for yeah. a long time. The yeah. uh, carcass has a song called "Captive Bolt Pistol." So, but I mean, the,
1: that's... even now nowadays, that's probably used for like smaller, more. independently more organic type farms rather than like mass production
3: another band into the vegan thing uh cattle decapitation oh yeah really big like that's like every one of their albums is like that's a death metal band right yes yeah okay yeah
0: well i think that's a good that's we covered a lot of fucking ground here we, you know, just just the kind of you know, and I don't want to be like we're trying to prove a point because I think you, the listener, knows that McDonald's is bad. I, I think it is kind of sad to see this kind of theme of anti-fast food McDonald's thing really kind of gone. I was going to bring this up earlier. More bands should bring back the the preachy thing. Do the do the fucking speeches before your set i want to hear that yeah
2: exactly it's not enough to say oh i know it's bad it's like i I, now now this is the paradox of it is you say oh i'm allowed to do it because i know it's bad and then you can come back and say oh well i won't do it but you're going to be doing something else and ultimately we're we're trapped in this paradox back and forth with ourselves so we don't really know what to do so i guess all you can do is whatever and maybe a good place to start to start talking about it and i would apply maybe that beyond the fast food issue just to um I mean, it's just one of those things, like so many other things, where it's been so big and so inescapable for so long, and we've been so powerless to stop it that it's been incorporated into our landscape, just like the sun rising. This is, um, I yeah, it, I, it's I become part speak of. I wouldn't against it in the first place because I eat it. Yeah, but 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 you have to eat it. You don't have to eat fast food, but well, you have I've to essentially accepted yeah. defeat. Yeah, I, what I'm saying is that we all have, and yeah. um, I don't know what happens next. But I think the first step maybe is accepting that we've accepted defeat. That's precisely where to start. Then we can I can try and move forward. So the accept um, uh, that you've accepted defeat already. If you think you haven't lost, that, then you're not at the true starting point. But sorry, go on.
0: No, what the the one last the thing that I wanted to talk about last, and maybe you have one more thing to talk about after that. I wanted to talk about, and I think we'll have a, maybe a little discussion here about it. Um, how fast food is a very good placeholder for underground subcultures um, in regards to trends. If you see something trending, it will be absorbed and commodified into the greater good of capitalism and the market that it's in. A good case in point is um, when every fucking place was doing sriracha. Now, sriracha obviously had been a thing before that, but Wendy's and McDonald's and Burger King and this place and this place.
3: All the artisanal burger places. Any artisanal you know.
0: thing becomes a, becomes a watered-down bullshit version in fast food. And uh, that happens with all subcultures that gain a very large popularity. I mean, the- That's not going to happen with, like, a dungeon synth. You know, no one's ever going to be like... Here's no, the- you jinxed it now. Now it absolutely My, will. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the Weekend Dungeon synth album.
2: Honestly... That would be awesome. That would be awesome, and it's not much of a stretch if you listen to Trilogy. <laughs> um, I would just interject briefly, and if you say, if you want a perfect fucking example of this, look at the McRib. It's fake barbecue. You could not imagine a more... And, and, and we don't have time for it, the history of barbecue, but I would encourage everyone to do research on it. There is, like, no more culturally rooted authentic uh food tradition than american barbecue there's so much there. this shit is an insult to it it's a massive insult to it i mean real barbecue you'll fucking be like roasting a pork shoulder or whatever for like days i don't know i'm not an expert on it but it really is an artisanal thing that again is connected to really authentic cultural currents that are tied to people's lived experience and their material conditions in the country and It adds up to this fucking shitty sandwich we ate earlier. So I I think for what you're talking about, this fucking McRib thing, read, think about, go eat a McRib, and then learn about the history of fucking barbecue in America, and you'll get exactly what Tyler's talking about. But go on.
0: And then uh, tweet at McDonald's, say hashtag McRib
3: in your ass. Also
0: hashtag Leave Varg Alone.
3: Yeah, seriously. But that that is for real though. If you're gonna like go online and bother somebody like why would you like fuck varg like go after mcdonald's or yeah, like bother walmart McDonald's. tweet it wrong or like yeah well because
0: varg is a living human being who is funny and mcdonald's and is respond. a soulless corporation uh where uh, with the uh, that is a faceless
3: entity you're not you likely to we get responses attacked. from either or. These yeah. these those uh, are the both, true. Uh, that both of the thing is funny. Clark might respond to you. L- these well, are the things that you. we're fucking living in the shadows of, though. Yeah, yeah. truly. So,
0: and uh, to uh, a good example, another good example is um, like uh, that. I, I thought I was thinking about is um, how when death metal started becoming popular, black metal was the uh, kind of like an it became like an antithesis in its like mission statement is like we are not this we don't wear sweatpants we, we're fucking we're more intense and we're crazier than them and we we take this thing seriously we don't wear sweatpants i mean no that was like a thing like no, I think like eronymous wrote like,
2: pissed off letters about death metal bands yeah. saying they don't wear sweatpants they look like normal guys when they play this means they're posers yeah that's so, awesome
0: but the the issue with that is is that i was telling jake this uh earlier this week is that all? What they were selling is still a commodity, is still a thing. It's just the, it's death. If death metal is the McDonald's cheeseburger, then they are the artisanal, you know, fucking hamburger on the street where only five people can go in and they don't sell fries.
2: And then, it, and then it turns into fucking uh, Cradle of Filth or whatever. You know, yes. a few Which Years all, later,
1: everything you
0: guys just said sounds like fucking shit. Sounds yeah. bad. We got to You just got to accept that, like, things fucking suck sometimes and that ultimately you can't backlash against something becoming popular. And that is something that happens where something becomes popular and then we kind of have a there's like a backlash. I feel like I'm kind of in that in that mode right now with uh, the in the last like four or five years with the resurgence of death of like, quote unquote, old school death metal. Even though you could say that started, you know, over a decade ago with a band like Deck Congregation, stuff like that. Just, I, I think a lot of the old school, the quote unquote old school death metal or quote unquote caveman death metal stuff, I think it's fucking just whack bullshit uh Tim tried to light a cigarette in the house what are you doing Tim's not giving a fuck right Uh, now and I I I ultimately feel as you all should as a as a consumer of that I kind of can see through it to some degree and maybe it is and I think for a lot of people probably is very authentic to them for me it doesn't feel as authentic as I would want it to be and therefore I don't like it and I for a while it was kind of being like fuck death metal and shit like that i'm gonna listen to black metal i'm listening to like when gore grind was like popping off like last year and this year it's like i'm gonna listen to like more power violence and punk inspired stuff gonna listen to more gabber gonna listen
3: to more you more know ha- more happy, gabber, hardcore more
0: hardcore more terror kind of shit i only Have you guys to ever grime. listen to terror not stuff a joke i only the listen band? to bands that i've no 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 in. the, the, the music style terror no. What yeah, is it's that? like it's like f- it's like 350 BPM techno, like, though. techno. It's like gabber, but like faster. But, but it sounds hypey. I only fuck with them yeah. root boy rhythms. U- ultimately, you have to understand that like you can't like. There's a difference between like a good backlash against something that you that ultimately is bad, which is McDonald's, and then like a backlash against like a general trend in things, like me getting mad at people playing like. Dumb boring What I consider Boring death metal. It's not really The bad thing People are enjoying it It'd be different It's different When you have someone Like an MGK Being like I'm gonna do A pop punk album And it really is Just a bunch of Trite fucking bullshit It's just The shittiest pop punk With 808s over it Like that's That's sterilized McDonald's bullshit Well
2: this is This is the paradox I was talking about earlier Because the best answer I have for any of that Is consume whatever you want Because we don't have much of a choice and so on, but, like, the best you can do is to know what you're consuming and be, you know, conscious of that. That'll be good for your sanity, but that is ultimately insufficient. But I don't think we have another answer just yet because cause yet. We, we're all eating the McRib all the time. Well, so. I w- but at I the same say... time, we're
0: all not listening to the MGK album, <laughs> no, so let's not. continue to not do that. And, well,
2: the, and the McRib is called ideology.
1: Like Jake said, is it's pretty important to just be acknowledge what you're consuming but kind of with that being said like as embedded and as much of a staple mcdonald's and fast food culture is in america they're also come to find out they're kind of like shitting on american people and like that was that the original you know uprise with bands like MDC in the first place talking against that sort of shit well that's
2: that's exactly it and people are removed from that cuz all they see is the spectacle all they see is Ronald and the magical rib sandwich
1: Yeah like McDonald's is about as American in, as you can get but it really is not a good thing and,
2: and in fact it's so powerful that McDonald's could be shitting on you and you wouldn't see it because you're all caught up in the arches that look like your mother's breasts and, and the I'm fucking still fries eat it. and whatever and you're still eating it I must still eat it, eat it. <laughs> We're all eating the McDonald's all the time. I do like the Shamrock shakes those are yeah, quite good.
0: Those are good. At the end of the day, you know, McDonald's came up like so many other place uh, things came up. They weren't like trying to they weren't like snuffing people out and killing them to get in, ahead in the competition that they we just, know of that we know of. So many Ronald companies could shooters. have if it wasn't them, it was going to be someone else. That's just the nature of capitalism.
2: Yeah, it's it's part of the whole fucking the, so the calculus. That of is it. correct. And that calculus is in your brain, too.
0: If you can, I guess, ultimately, it's if configured you
2: can your desires,
0: you know what? Never mind. I, I don't know. We, no one has an answer. But I, I think it ultimately is just what you said. Just you have to be like conscious of what you're consuming.
2: Yeah, that's all. You, that's all you can do for now. And it's not enough. But just keep asking these questions now to, to close us out. Um, I would like to first off, thank you, Coog, for joining us as a guest. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode to, to end things yeah. with all this, you know, well, th- real
0: quick. Go ahead. Cook, uh, do you have any plugs? Plugs? Plugs. Um, <laughs> Let's do some plugs real quick for everybody. Psh,
1: uh, shit, you could, you could follow me on Instagram. It's at C0UGS. Um, my name on Coinbase is just Jacob Pets, Petz, P-E-T-Z. Uh, <laughs> if you're going to trade some currency or whatever. And I just personally want to say... At the end of the day, after this whole discussion, McDonald's mo- most of their menu, this shit tastes good. Do yeah, it,
2: dude! It does. I get it all the on, time. While you're on Coinbase, invest in Rib Coin. That's it's all it's <laughs> it's all it's 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 rooted in it's it's uh from pork bellies. You know that's
1: that's what it, what the gold standard it, it's, is it's here. It's a it's a ETH uh, sub yeah, divisions, yeah. which means that it's promising. So yeah, Rib Rib Coin's gonna get big, baby.
2: But no, so some of this has been a little discouraging, but we're going to end on a positive note.
0: Did you have something to say, Tim?
3: Nah. No.
0: <laughs> am I talking too much? I am talking. No, no. Too much, I just, I I was, okay I was it, right? just wondering what yeah, Tim was going to say. Okay. I guess um, in terms of like anything that's kind of go because this is the end of the episode. If you didn't know, uh, you know, nothing really has changed since last week. But I, hopefully the leaking head demo is going to be mastered soon. That that's what I
1: actually want to plug. Uh, I love being in a band with these guys. I'm really stoked on the music that we've made so far and the shit that we're working on currently. I really can't wait for that shit yeah. to be out. We got a sick-ass logo done up for us. We got sick-ass tracks recorded. Tyler killed it on the mixing. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. That and the Rockcore comp, comp coming out. I'm, yeah. I'm stoked. Uh, All th- bands. This is Rockcore. Fuck you. We're the only yeah. punk band in the
0: city suck my balls all of our bands <laughs> straight have up some, I, straight the I, fuck I, I, up i agree all of our bands have material coming out that we're going to be kind of trickling out over the next few months so Hell that's yeah. kind of hr it, shit holy water like son this can't tap fuck off you know maybe the malachor lp
3: maybe. you know Crickets. maybe that's that days? might be that might be Pushing it, I don't know. That, but, you know, someday. And either someday. way, like,
1: this this camp, we're working hard, and I'm really proud of the, guy, uh, the stuff that these guys are doing. It's good shit.
2: But to go on that, Jake. So, yeah, we're going to end on a positive note here. You know, there's been some depressing content in this episode, along with some laughs and, you know, everything in between, I'm sure. But, you know, every so often there's an individual who is touched by God himself and is able to pull a thread of light from the depths of darkness you know um and sort of unite us all in the world spirit what are you from the depths of despair (laughs) i'm i'm talking of course about wesley willis so (laughs) yeah we're gonna end the episode by listening to his classic classic track probably his most well-known trademark tune rock and roll mcdonald's and um yeah
1: mcdonald's is a place to rock oh and then listen to rock and roll gas station
3: Yes. Oh, that's, well, a that's great, got to be album. the most iconic usage of, you know, McDonald's in a song. I think. It, think it has to be. Do you think know, McDonald's
0: I, was mad about that? They, no they way. played
1: that song in Super Size Me, the West we was.
0: Oh, yeah. Rock and roll McDonald's. They also,
2: there's a hilarious clip from when the, the uprisings were happening for BLM in Chicago where someone had hacked a police scanner and they were playing that song. And you can hear a <laughs> cop hearing it and he's like, Wesley Willis? Really? Um, <laughs> yes, really. Um, McDonald's is a place to rock. It's a good place to listen to music. And it is a restaurant where they buy food to eat.
1: It's a good yep. place to suck a cheetah's dick.
2: Yep. So thank you, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Fuck and a caribou's ass. We will be hear- you will be hearing from us next week, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you to everyone who's been giving us all the feedback, positive or otherwise. We appreciate it.
1: And thank yeah. you to Tyler, Tim, and Jake for for having me. Yeah, we love, love spending a time, good time with you guys. Thanks. Uh,
0: Follow us again on uh, at Cop Pod Official. That's K-O-P-P-O-D Official. Jacob Pats Coin. Uh, co- and, you know, just hit us up. Uh, share us. tag, Tell your friends about it. Uh, this has been going a lot of traction the last few episodes, so I'm very excited about it. Leave a
3: comment. Don't be afraid to leave a comment. Like, comment, and subscribe
0: All right. to my boys. Well, let's let's leave you off with some some nice old Wesley Willis here. We'll uh we'll catch you next week. McDonald's is a place to rock. It is a restaurant where they buy food to eat. It is a good place to listen to the music. People flock here to get down to the rock music. Rock roll McDonald's, rocky roll McDonald's, rock and roll McDonald's, rock, and
1: roll, McDonald's. rock and roll McDonald's.
0: McDonald's will make you fat. They serve Big Macs. They serve quarter pounders. They will put pounds on you. Rock and roll McDonald's, rock and roll McDonald's
1: Rock and roll make